That's why you need to have some of this. Mm. It's done after this. Yeah. More like okay. I am not interested in being around grizzly bears. The bear caught up to the moose and broke its back. Just <laughs> bang! <laughs> Fucking giant beast just running through the camp. It's literally like a machine that crushes moose bones. Okay. Okay. That polar bear smells that man's meat. Have you ever been to a furry convention? Oh. What? <laughs> <laughs> you think you think you think you've been to top? <laughs> she got some crazy things. What? Bro. Don't you do it. <laughs> This like is what it looks like yeah. when a man does not give a fuck. Don't <laughs> shoot me even. They're like real good at stomping. <laughs> you gotta stomp the fucking shit. <laughs> oh my god. My most fun Bro, podcast ever. Me. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Flagrant. Uh, first guest step, you know, we had to start out with a banger. Uh, he is the only Joe that should be running this country. Okay. <laughs> okay. He is. A man with a leg kick so hard he could snap Lizzo's thigh. Wow. You've okay. seen him on NBC. Uh -huh. You've seen him on UFC. You've mm. seen him on TRT. He is the man, okay? Stone Cold, stuck in Austin himself. It is Joe Rogan, everybody. It's officially in the motherfucking building. Let's go. My brother. You guys have overcomplicated the podcast. <laughs> you had a good thing What's going up? on. What's up? What's up? You guys had a, a fucking normal, simple thing. <laughs> you're like, no, no, we need wireless mics. We need introductions. We need 10 minutes of silence before we go so we can get dead air time. I walked out of the bathroom and Joe's just going, there's really no need for all this. <laughs> Podcasting is better. It's better. You've overcomplicated things. You have. Yeah. We have. Well, everybody wanted to be on the Tonight Show, so you made your own Tonight Show. Look at this. For you, You got though. fucking stage lighting and shit. It's <laughs> hilarious. But you kind of did this. That's the thing. But I didn't He's do this. He's just doing that so you don't think it's a bad idea anymore. Exactly. This is He's your just fault. Trying to your <laughs> he doesn't mean that. This is all you. What did I do? Huh? I didn't do any of this. Yeah, you did nothing. You didn't do anything. You did absolutely nothing. No responsibility whatsoever. Uh, Joe, we have a little bit of um, a debate that needs to be settled. Oh. Because the last time we all hung out, Mark was with us after the fight. You remember we went right. to the fight? In Phoenix. In Phoenix. And um, and we what sat happened? down at a great steak restaurant. Oh, they didn't give place. me shit for this, first off. And, um, and Did you, you order fish or something? No. no, 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 no. <laughs> we, thought, well, we thought it could be worse. Okay, we're sitting down. You get the tomahawk. Yes. Okay. Everybody else looks at the menu, and they look at the most expensive thing, and they go, I'll just do one below that. Out of respect for Joe, who's going to pay for his dinner, as you always do. Oh, Don't do I this. see. What, what are you doing? Mark, <laughs> why are you doing Joe this, goes, bro? Joe goes, it, it's sitting like this. It goes, it goes, Joe and then Mark. And then Joe goes, oh, the tomahawk. And then Mark doesn't even <laughs> wait for the waiter to come over. He goes, double it up. Yes. <laughs> Run it back. Okay. I trust this guy. It's a good move. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I, I don't see where, where there's a problem. Thank you. It's a, it's a expensive steak. Oh, you don't think Joe can do that? You don't think Joe's got it? We're having fun. Come on, bro. <laughs> yeah. You can't yeah, think like that. You can't think like that. You cannot think like that. And you've been hanging out with me too long. Yeah, I think that's, that's a, a, yeah. You, you sounded super nasally right there. <laughs> I think you're chewing it up for Joe on the show right now. You should never think like that. Okay, yeah. it's just a restaurant. It's not. You're not buying Ferraris. Yeah, you know, like, but we buy steaks. We, for yeah, people, <laughs> you go and buying steaks for people. Who gives a fuck? You're supposed now, to drink, have fun, order wine. Ah! 
have a good time. Yeah. <laughs> now, Mark was a little Spend disappointed that, that you didn't finish your steak, bro. Okay, all right. I didn't say it like that. I didn't he say did, it like no, that. No, you did say it like that. You <laughs> no, did. No, 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 I'm an objective guy, and you were like, <laughs> I finished it. And what? I thought about finishing his. I didn't know it was a contest. <laughs> I thought we were just having fun. You, you, I left a couple of pieces of meat. <laughs> you did bring it up. You were like, man, you know, I could do two of these easy. And I was like, all right, well, if you're going for it, I'm going to go for it. And then, I did not say I could do two come of on, these jokes. Come on, bro. No, Joe, you, you fucking people have the weirdest things you focus on. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, you people? What you, you people? You guys. This crew of people, human beings, right? You're focusing on how much, what how much a steak costs. That's it. That's it. That's and then how much did you eat? Did you eat it all? You didn't eat it all. I can't wait a month to talk about this. You didn't even eat it all. Oh, when he gets on, the first thing he's going to talk about is how much he ate a month ago. Thank Fuck you. is wrong Thank with you guys? <laughs> you changed this into like a regular studio. You've abandoned all the rules of podcasting. That's right. We have. What yeah. are the rules of podcasting? There's no rules. <laughs> you abandoned Obviously, your studio there's too. There's no rule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's a great studio. <laughs> We ordered all kinds of food that didn't get eaten. There was desserts and all kinds of shit uh, was flowing around that table and lobsters. And Nah, I'd be pissed if I paid for somebody's food and they didn't eat it. Well, you got to let that go, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> There's things to be pissed at in the world. You know? Thank you. Nuclear Man, war, no, famine, disease. Yes. Famine? They yeah. could eat them fucking lobsters y'all left hanging out like assholes. But they can't because you kill it and you have to eat it you know, within a certain amount of time or it's not good anymore. Let it go. We appreciate you so much for coming, yeah. Joe. My um, pleasure. Now, you're in town for a day. Yeah, I'm just in town for you, man. I'm oh, supposed wow. to be going to Atlantic City. I'm going to Atlantic. I brought cigars for everybody. I'm I going to Atlantic City tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing Atlantic City with uh, Hinchcliffe and Hans Kim and Joey Diaz. We're doing this uh, new arena that they got down there. Yeah. So that's uh, Friday and Saturday. So I'm here on Thursday just for you, my friend. You're the fucking Thank man. Thank you, man. My and pleasure. did you have to move the Lex combo? Was he cool with that? Yes. Yeah, he was fine. With He's that. a legend. Yeah. Thank you very much, Lex, for, for doing that. I forgive you for being absolutely shit-faced at my wedding. <laughs> As a plus he was, one. He was shit-faced at your wedding, but he was way more shit-faced in the 12 hours I hung no. out with him after the no. wedding. You sent me a video of him just knocked out, dude, like a homeless guy. He was annihilated. But it was brutal. And then some weird gig that you guys were at. Yeah. It was like Whitney's corporate Whitney's gig. gig. Yeah. Hey, I can't believe you even went on. I'm good, thank you. Get the fuck out of here. You get the same thing as the host, you know what I mean? Thank you so much. <laughs> okay, we got a cu- uh, cutter. I'm good, he says. I'm good. <laughs> I'd rather be straight edge and just be upset about food. <laughs> yes. I just want to sit around he here and complain steak. about shit that means nothing. <laughs> He's not even allowed to eat steak. He doesn't what means it. anything, Joe? You're not allowed Cancel to eat steak? Cancel culture? Come on. Oh, that's right. Indian. Yeah. Forgot yeah. you're Indian. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's a drag, dude. That's right. Just being Indian. That is a yeah. bullshit ass rule. <laughs> I ate steak before. I've eaten it. Oh. I don't miss it. Let's put a shot of his cigar, bro. <laughs> no, he's got to put it. You don't miss it? I don't miss it. Let me get that shot. I want to see Arnold try that. How bro. do you not miss it? I don't know. I don't miss it. I stopped eating it when I was like 12, and then I just never found myself. I would have like hamburgers and stuff on accident, and then my brother told me veal was deer, like an asshole. And uh, I just, I ate it, and I was like, this is not good. What is this? It's mad fatty. I'm not into it. Wow. Is there any animal you won't kill? Uh, Yeah, I wouldn't want to eat a dog. Why not? Because they're cute. 
I like them. They're fun. Giannis Papas had this like crazy explanation why we have this connection to dogs. They helped us develop our frontal cortex or something because they protected us in the night so we didn't have to stay up. So predators didn't devour us. There's an argument for that. I mean, uh, we, we definitely turned them into dogs. It was basically the bitch-ass wolves. Mm. The bitch-ass wolves that didn't want to hunt and, you know, kind of like cowered and, you know, submitted themselves to us and we'd throw them food. And then they would bark when other things come near. Mm. That's, that's what happened. That was the process. A chihuahua is a fucking wolf, mm. which is wild. Yeah. It's like they, it started out as a wolf, but through selective breeding, they figured out a way to turn them into chihuahuas. And why can they breed, like, with close family members? Well, they can breed with dogs, you know? I mean— the No, same but you way can breed the can. same family of dogs. Yeah, well, the same way people can. You can fuck your sister and make a kid. Oh, but then it becomes yeah. retarded, right? <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't, you know— It becomes a chihuahua. It's not definitely, <laughs> it doesn't definitely become retarded. It becomes retarded when there's a lot of inbreeding, mm -hmm. right? But people have been in, inbreeding forever. I mean, look at the English family, the English royal families— yeah. I mean, you ever see those paintings of those old dudes, like, from back in the day on the walls? No, what? Uh, you know, oh, my God, they look horrendous. Uh, yeah. they, all, they all have, like, distorted faces and yeah, shit yeah, because of inbreeding because they would only have sex with other royals. They had all, like, hip so problems and, and shit, and, like, their bodies yeah. were all fucked up. But it, it didn't fun. affect their intellect in any way? Oh, it definitely did. Yeah, it probably did. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, how could they run countries? Because they were a uh, monarchy. They were in charge already, just like Joe Biden. <laughs> I mean, you think about it. How could intellect, how could he run the country? He can't even fucking count, right? There's no idea what's going on. 100%. When he starts banging out numbers, Dude, I it's tense up. Like, Whoa. Oh, I get excited. You know, but my that's, favorite thing. that's a perfect example of like, if you just get into a position where you're already in power, people will protect you. Mm. They want to keep their jobs. And they want to keep that form of power. Because their safety control. is dependent on your power. Mm -hmm. So they just keep you there kind of as a puppet. Yeah, and then they manipulate you. That was my theory about George Bush Jr., they, they just, they had him there and they're like, let's just, he'll let us run the country the way we want to. Well, look who he had for his fucking vice president, the CEO yeah. of Halliburton. Yeah. Mm. And they did the most transparent shit of all time. They gave Halliburton billions and billions of dollars in no bid contracts. No bid. So no one, no one's competing. No yeah. one's going, I could do it for less. Right. And they did it for shit that they blew up. So they would blow things up, and then they would hire Halliburton <laughs> to his rebuild company, it. Yeah, exactly. And he had stock in Halliburton, so he was profiting off of the United States rebuilding shit that they blew up because of his decisions. Have you met with people that are in these positions of power now? No, never. I've, I've avoided it, but they've tried to meet up. I've had some opportunities to meet some people that I don't want to meet. Yeah, and like, no thanks. How do you say no thanks to the people that do whatever they want? You just don't. Respond, you ghost them. <laughs> you ghost them. So, <laughs> so, the CIA is hitting you up and you're just you leaving them on red. red. Joe, come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I don't, you know, I think by this point in time, they probably don't want to have anything to do with me. But I think in, before, like a lot of uh, the controversy and the Spotify stuff, they, they were looking at the podcast as a way for people to get on there and have. A chance to shape the narrative. Mm. You know, and I'm a friendly guy. I'm a nice yeah. guy. I'm not trying to play gotcha with anybody. Yeah. When people come on, if they say they don't want to talk about something, I say, no, no problem, no problem. Yeah. I'm yeah. just interested in having a conversation. And so I think they would look at it as like a unique way to manipulate public information or public uh, concepts on things. So if they're doing that with you, they're definitely doing it on Facebook. They're doing it through oh, news, yeah. through everything. There's no, no question about it. They're doing it with everything. Everybody's compromised. Well... 
there's the, the, the problem is the people that are actually doing it are also aware of it and upset by it because it also affects them. So you got people like Edward Snowden who yeah. get to a certain point in time and he goes like, what the fuck are we doing? And then he goes public with this. Right. And now he has to ironically live in Russia yeah. and hide right. from the United States. But that was uh, he's that kind of guy because he's an Internet guy. When did you know you're, you were big enough that people could use your platform to manipulate the masses? Was there a moment where you're like, somebody hit me up and you're like, oh, fuck, I'm big enough that I need to start being watchful or wary? I just take, it was like a slow burn. You know, over time, I figured it out. Yeah. It wasn't like right in the beginning, the early days, I'd have anybody on. Oh, Holocaust isn't real? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> After a while, people, people started getting mad. I was like, okay, I don't agree with them. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I have to have people on that I only agree with? This is going to get boring. Yeah. Is that a thing you seek out? Like, I want people I know I'm going to disagree with, at least early on? You'd be like, well, that's the only way. It's fun. No, the only criteria is, uh, am I interested in talking to them? Mm. So I get, like, hundreds of requests, right? They all come in through the email. And I look to them and I go, mm, 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 hmm, where'd this guy go? Walked across Antarctica. Yeah, oh, I like that. One. I saw that. Those, I've had a couple of those. I got another another guy coming on uh, soon that's done some wild shit like that. Like those. Like it's just got to be interesting to me. Yeah. Like I had uh, Kristen Beck on this week. Okay. She was a male Navy SEAL and then became transgender and then they have Is this, this the one that Shapiro and Lady, Lady Valor. No, the one where he was threatening. Yeah, or she was threatening. Grabbed uh, Shapiro's no. neck. No, no, no Shapiro no, goes. No. That's not very ladylike. No. <laughs> I thought that was a pretty good line. No, he's hilarious. <laughs> ben Shapiro's a funny dude. Um, this is Kristen Beck up there. So was a Navy SEAL uh-huh. and then uh, decided to transition and become a woman. And, okay, but just super honest and open and. You know, it's it's so odd because it used to be this badass dude with a beard, and now she's got fake boobs and. But looks like a man. Yeah. <laughs> like dresses like a man. Like, yeah. full, like I don't think is like really trying hard right. to look like a woman, just looking like herself. Does she talk about that? Yeah. She, I mean, she doesn't try to hide her voice or anything. She's not like, uh, what's that, the chick from Theranos? Elizabeth Holmes. She's my favorite. Yeah, that's uh Maybe so you spoke to her already. Yeah, I had her on the podcast this week. She grew up in a small town in Texas and always felt wrong. Always felt like she was in the wrong box. Yeah. Yeah. Always felt fucked up. Yeah. Had no there was uh, no manipulation. No, no one was grooming her. There was. No, it was a hundred percent just how she felt. Yeah. And it's interesting because you got to realize, man. Yes. Everybody is different. Yep. You know, there's a spectrum. This motherfucker doesn't even eat meat. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm basically trans. Yeah. yeah, basically. <laughs> 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 At least Kristen Beck eats meat. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of it, I think. So we had, we had Derek Poston's favorite uh, porn star, yeah, Daisy Taylor, right? And that was the first time I had, like, extended conversation with a trans woman. And by the end of the podcast, well, not even by the end, but I was like, no, no, this, this girl is a girl. Yeah. We had her boyfriend on who said that he had done gay shit before. And he's like, but when I'm with her, it doesn't feel gay. Now, if you've done the gay shit. You know. Yeah. No one knows better. How than am I him. supposed to disagree? No one knows better than him. Exactly. No one knows right? better than him. I'm down for people to do whatever the fuck they want. That's why you need to have some of this. What is that? That's marijuana. Oh, okay. When Schultz smokes, have you ever been around Angela uh, Smokes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't oh. fuck this up. 
<laughs> do it, do it. Now, take a hit. Take a hit. The whole podcast Joe, is... Yeah, it's about to go downhill, but it's fine. That's a real blunt. That's oh, yeah. the real shit. That stuff is nuclear. You're going to have to take the reins after he does one of these. Woo! <laughs> Last time we smoked, we were in Vancouver, and then oh, you just went out. took a Where's lamp. Where's the ice? Let's yeah, go, boy. boys. Let's go. Come on. Remember when you just took, took the Dirty lamp in the green room? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. How come there's only three glasses? Who doesn't drink? I don't, I no, don't he drink. really oh, can't drink. son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, you want yeah. one? You got one? Uh, no. only, why is he here, not a drink here, for here, here, no, get, get Drinks. Drinks around. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got single malt whiskey right there, and we got tequila in front of you. Okay, where's the whiskey? Mm. Whiskey. Yeah. Right there. Al, you want to throw me an ice cube? Sure, sir. Strong ass hands. Oh, thank you. We're not doing contagious. the first podcast in the new studio sober. Thank you. That's fine. When's Alex Jones coming on? So we, <laughs> when he doesn't go to jail. <laughs> I don't think that's an option. I don't think the jail's a, a, a possibility. Really? I think it's just money. Yeah, it's, it's mostly money. Wait, really? Get in there, baby. Mm. Get in there. Oh, here we go. Deep. <laughs> It's done after this. Yes. I just want to let you know. Okay, okay. Oh, no. You can do one more. <laughs> I just want to let you know. And it's fine. fine. You're already high. Look at his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> it will hit, and you'll just know, and oh, it, it is I what it is. I know already. Yeah, we're going to no. go. I like watching you get <laughs> peer pressure. This is awesome. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wakash. I've never smoked weed in my life. Who peer pressure? How will this treat do me? Do it. Oh, you're going to be perfect. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be amazing for you. You don't have to drive, right? No. I feel like I'm being pressured a bit. It just, it's fine. Everything's yeah, do fine. It. Yeah, You're really pressuring you. If do I it. smoke weed, it would be with y'all. I'm 100 so. pressuring you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I take full so responsibility. How, how deep okay. do I? All right. I'll, take a big hit. Oh, he's okay. gonna cough. Like get a I got asthma. Take a real hit. You're gonna see Krishna soon. You probably have asthma because you don't eat meat. That's not a hit. That wasn't a hit. That was a hit. That was some real pussy ass shit. I'm doing. Oh, he's eating beef tonight. The munchies gonna kick it. There, that was a hit. Maybe. <laughs> you gotta run that back in a little. We'll see in about twenty minutes. What's this? Oh, that's a good one. That's it. Oh, Proper. whatever, bro. Who cares? <laughs> people that care about what people eat don't care about food. <laughs> well, people smoke. You gotta, gotta, the rules hurt. are different here in New York. <laughs> Come on. Okay, Joe. Uh, before I get too high, we have a we have a weightlifting question for you. Okay. Um, Al is incredibly diesel. With his arms. Actually, he has to not lift weights or else... They get bigger. He'll, they'll get bigger. He has really? to actually not lift weights. Wow. But his legs... Will not grow at all. Yeah, what can Will we not do? grow at all. <laughs> what do you do to try to make them grow? Squats, deadlifts. Really? They won't grow at all? Stop it, Swear to God. Consistently works out. Yeah. And the arms <laughs> doesn't touch. <laughs> yeah. Well, look at John Jones. John Jones is a great example. Curl, nothing. John Jones is one. Of I was the not like that at all with him. <laughs> I was like an amazing guy to his girl and everything. I meant about his athleticism. John has tiny Gosh. calves. They're, yes. they're tiny. Mm-hmm. They're like almost non-existent. It's mm-hmm. the craziest thing. And he works out fucking hard. See? Nobody works out harder than John Jones. Just power lifting, deadlifting, squats. Yes. Calves are still tiny. Mm-hmm. Tiny, like tiny calves. Like, it makes no sense. Look how little his calves are. Yeah. Like, you can see there. They're so small. 
And he's got like literally the perfect frame for fighting because he only has muscle where he needs it. He's got shoulders. He's got arms. Yeah, he's got the calf He's muscle. got thighs. He doesn't need his calves. He's so long. It's like he's designed in a lab. Like if you wanted to <laughs> design a perfect like physique for fighting, I think it's John Jones. Hmm. And he's a master at distance. He's the best at using this gift that he has, which is being very tall for the weight class, is incredible like for keeping a guy away from them. You think if he fought in Ghana, he'd win? You never know, you know. I mean, John Jones is a tough guy to bet against, but he's never really fought a heavyweight. Mm. He's trained with heavyweights for sure. You know, and now the you distance get a guy is like mitigated Ngano, too. And Gano has the nuclear option on any person that lives. Mm. Any person that lives, if Ngano, ah, boom! Yeah. If he catches you with one of those ones that he hit Rosenstrike with, or that he oh, knocked yeah. out Stipe with, or or the Alistair Overeem left hook, oh. Yeah. That Al- Alistair Overeem one was one of the most disturbing punches I've ever seen a guy get hit with. Because he was off before, like, he went to the ground. He got shut off immediately, and his head went almost all the way back. Mm. Like, right. Slammed and then came back. And then he hit him with a hammer fist. Yeah, but I mean, his head went back while he was standing yeah. up. Yeah. Like, pull that video up. Let's Watch see. this. Oh, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Fuck me. Bro. Yeah. And that guy he did that to? That's Alistair Overeem. Yeah. Like, that's a big guy. Like, Alistair yeah. Overeem is the former K-1 Jesus. Grand Prix champion. Alistair oh, Overeem was the Strike Force heavyweight champion. Alistair Overeem is a fucking savage. Yeah. He's really good. Mm-hmm. So for Francis to do that to Alistair Overeem, I mean, Alistair Overeem is one of the most dedicated oh, strikers. Oh, fuck. You want to see how good Alistair Overeem is? Pull up Alistair Overeem versus Brock Lesnar. Bro, this was right back now. when they were. How does Martin do this? They were doing a smell test back then for steroids. That's all they did. They were, yeah, you're good. There's Everybody this. passed. It's so ridiculous. When you look at Brock Lesnar and he's standing right next to, like, look at look yeah, at the look two at of them. How the fuck yeah, did he pass yeah. anything? Yeah. <laughs> they used to call him Uberim back then because, like, he wasn't like a real person. Yeah. He was like a comic book superhero. Yeah. His physique was. perfect. Perfect. And his kickboxing Ooh. skills, world class, dude. I mean, K1 Grand Prix champion. When they didn't test or when they tested very lightly, Alistair was running the show. Yeah. Oh, I would have I mean, loved to see what happened if they just, like, was testing. We had to do our best. Wait, do any Everybody the, wants to do their best. <laughs> do, do any of the other organizations not test? The bare knuckle yes. shit, they're not testing, right? I don't know how they test. They test depending upon the commission. Like, some commissions are very strict. Like, you can't pull any funny business in Nevada. Mm-hmm. Nevada's got a down pat. They're the best athletic commission. They do the most big time fights. They have everything smooth and polished. Yeah. But some commissions are wild. Yeah. Like so, like Michael Bisping got passed with multiple eye, times right? with one eye. Yeah. Like yeah. How yeah, yeah. could they be doing a good job? <laughs> <laughs> how is that possible? Who the fuck let him do that? I mean, all respect and props to Michael Bisping because yeah. when people talk about toughness, you toughness like to what extent? What about a guy who loses an eye and then doesn't tell anybody because yeah. he wants to keep fighting and wins 10 fights plus the world title mm. with one fucking eye? Yeah. That's crazy. I don't want to tell a guy who can't do that. Yeah, yeah. You know no, what I'm saying? It's true. like, I don't want you to do that, yeah. but I don't want to tell a guy who can't do that. Hey, why is, it, why is it that when guys get knocked out, they get chinny? 
Well, Chuck Liddell told me that it's because your brain is trying to protect you because it knows you're too tough and you're going to take more shots. Hmm. And it knows those shots are damaging you. So instead of letting you just be tough and take it, your brain, after you've been shut off a few times, just lets you go out quicker. And do they know the amount of times? I don't – no one knows because it, it varies. Some people, it's – they, it, you, you could also catch someone at a, a point in their career where they've been concussed, mm. and then maybe they've been concussed at the gym, and then they get knocked out one or two times that year, and it's a real problem. But then they take time off, and they come back, and they're good. So it's like, is it that they're getting damaged a lot in training too? Mm. Or maybe they've lost a step. Are they coming into a fight damaged? Yeah. Because sometimes guys come into fights, like uh, Shaw talked about that, Back when he was training with um, uh, all those guys in Colorado, like they, they would have some crazy ass wars, yeah. and guys would get banged up really bad yeah. in the gym, yeah. and then they would fight, and they would already be kind of. Yeah. That's the football thing. Yeah, it's like those guys are getting concussed in practice, and they're putting them back out there. Shab yeah. used to spar yeah. with Shane Carwin. Yeah, Shane Carwin's fists are two of my fists. Yeah, I'm not exaggerating. He was a preposterous man, and Shab used to spar that dude. Yeah. And Shane Carwin was probably the single biggest one punch, other than Ngano striker ever in the UFC. Mm. Shane Carwin knocked a lot. Of, look at that was Shane Carwin. Oh, that's a big boy. dude. He was a house. That's yeah. a big boy. He was the interim champion, and he almost got. Brock Lesnar, he had him fucked up in the first round, and he was on top of him and beating the shit out of him, but he gassed out. All right, guys, we're going to take a break for a second because uh, we got to be less high, okay? And the way that you get less high but still get high at the same time is with diet smoke, okay? We should have taken some diet smoke today, matter of fact, because it can, you know, just give you that nice, beautiful buzz instead of what, um, I don't know what part of the episode this is on, but uh, as it gets later, I'm way too high for the diet smoke. That's for sure. I wish I diet smoked it up, and then I would be perfect. They got Delta 8 THC, okay? Delta 8 THC is hemp-derived, federally legal, yay, yay, <laughs> and packs the perfect buzz within each gummy. You're going to love the taste. You're going to love the high, and you don't even have to go looking up a bunch of fake ailments to tell your <laughs> in order to get a medical card. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, dude. Anyway, look, Diet Smoke, they got our back. So right now, you can order Diet Smoke. You can go to dietsmoke.com and use the code flagrant. You get 20% off your entire order. Because Diet Smoke loves us and our listeners so much, they stepped it up. If you're not sure about Delta 8, Diet Smoke will send you a two-pack of gummies for free. All you got to do is pay for shipping. Think about that. You're getting weed gummies that don't make you crazy high but do get you high. Sent to your house for free. All you got to do is pay the shipping. Diet Smoke's Delta 8 THC gummies are not for use or sale to people under the age of 21. Please use responsibly. All right, guys, let's get back to the show. You think that the UFC will start to get... I'm good. Bro, they're right? like canned ham. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I thought you were talking to me. Nobody's talking to you. I know, I'm out here. He said, let's get paranoid. Let's do it. That was, that was the message. <laughs> yeah. Let's get paranoid. He te you text me like, I'm bringing weed and cigars. Let's get paranoid. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck paranoid means, bro. I'm just call the cops on himself right hey, now. Hey, bro, I'm looking up conspiracy shit. <laughs> are you, are you, you're the like most part of conspiracies high, right? now, right? 
There's some conspiracies, I'm sure. Okay. Conspiracies, a lot of them are just made up shit, so I'm sure I'm in a few. Yeah. Have you heard any about yourself? No. No, I try not to listen to anything about me. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just too dangerous. <laughs> I don't want to get my feelings hurt. <laughs> Do you yeah. still get hurt by anything? No, I mean, you would, I guess. You're a human. Yeah. People say mean shit and you read it, and you're like, oh, wow, is that really me? Yeah. You know, just like, it's this, you know, Louis C.K. said something interesting. He goes, it's just talk. Right, like people always just talk, but mm. it's written down, so it seems like it's something more because people could read it like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. because but people have always been doing that. It's just talk, but yeah. it's now everybody could read what people decide to talk about. You're saying that because it's recorded. Well, because it's recorded and because of how you're doing it. Yeah, you know, like you yeah. just heard. If it's just mad voices out there talking, it's whatever it gets lost in the noise. But if it's written and you read it, then it feels more official. It feels more weighty. Is that what yeah. you're saying? Yeah, I think there's something about it being written down to it's like just this feels permanent more real. thing. Yeah. You know? There's a, yeah. Amber Heard started OnlyFans. Did you see that? Did you really? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's just I start, wouldn't believe it. He's starting a conspiracy right now. I wouldn't yeah, believe this anything. Is a, this is wait, 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 wait. believe right anything? Now. What do you think about uh, the verdict? Well, I think it was probably um, good for all people who believe in the truth. Mm. And the problem is there's like this boys versus girls narrative that I think we all get into on these things, you know, and there's a lot of guys who wanted a guy to win one of these things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But it's just not good to not be honest. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you are doing that and you're doing it to try to hurt someone. Mm. Yeah. Like if you're purposely changing reality, you're lying about what happened just to try to hurt somebody, right. you're, you're doing a fucked up thing mm. because you're pretending you're a victim. And it's, so it's not as simple as you're just lying. Mm-hmm. You're, you're turning someone into a criminal. Mm. You're pretending you're a victim. And it's, if, if it's all not true, if it's all not true, it's a really bad thing. Yeah. It's really bad. It's yeah. just bad for all of us. Yeah. So whether it's bad for women, like someone said that the, the verdict is bad for women. I'm like, that's crazy. They're going to say that. Mm. That's crazy. It's, it's just not good to do shit like that. Do you think to it's pretend all not some true? guy beat you up? I don't know. I, I could, I, you know, you watch the trial and you form your own opinions. Mm. Unless you're there, unless there's direct evidence. And other than the evidence of like the conversations they had uh, that they were both recording, which, which is, is wild, so weird. <laughs> That's so like wild. shit gotta get Crazy. fucked up before yeah. you press record when that you're arguing with so your wife. Wild. Now, did yeah. they secretly yeah, record each other? Listen to what your wife says twice. <laughs> <laughs> think about it. Did they secretly record each other? No, I think they. I think they both knew. So they both knew. Yeah. That they, so they decided to have like a performance conversation. Because <laughs> if you're recording it, you're recording it knowing someone else is going to listen. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not a real conversation. Like you're putting on a show. Yes. Yeah. It's a. It's a real. It's like yes. keeping up with the Kardashians knows the cameras are there. Yeah. <laughs> they know the cameras are there. Yeah. That's true. You need to get. They're putting Jenner. on a show. You need Chris Jenner on. Oh, I don't need that. Dude, yes. <laughs> Why do you need that? You I would love that. What is so fascinating? There's a boundary. I've never met a demon before. Oh, oh my, my goodness. <laughs> what? Jeez. I said something can't just call people demons, Dude. bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Why? Because I downgraded her from devil? <laughs> is that the issue? But isn't she just crafty? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah. yes. I, yeah, that's I think that's crazy. <laughs> well, she's like made the most with whatever resources she had. She Every went movie for it. Daughter porn? 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Point. that's a resource. <laughs> that's the crazy thing is if I'm she... trying to look at things with rose-colored glasses. <laughs> <around. laughs> that's that Austin shit. There's so much defensiveness in this world right now, and there's so much like what we we think of as um, like things that are completely out of our hands. Like when you think of things like the war with uh, the possible war with Ukraine, that's completely out of our hands. Mm. We're all just sitting here mm-hmm. in a state of anxiety. Right, like, what are we gonna do? Mm, like, if yeah. if Russia launches a nuke, if some wild shit happens, if China invades Taiwan, mm-hmm. what are we gonna do? And so yeah. we're in this like perpetual state of never feeling like I'm just living life yeah. because I'm living life under this canopy of danger right. mm. and doom. Yeah. And if it's not that, it's climate change. Yeah. yeah. If not, if it's not that, it's the new variants. There's going to be new variants yes. coming in January. Get ready. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this constant, but the, which is we've got to be aware of things. But the problem with danger is when it gets in the zeitgeist like that. Yeah. It 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 takes a long time to clean that out. Yeah. When I was a kid, was, the Cold War days were happening, and we were legitimately worried that at any day Russia could nuke the United States. It, it came and super we, close, right? <sighs> Super close. I, well, they definitely did during the Cuban Missile that, Crisis. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was that was a little bit before my time, but <laughs> that was, but not by much. I'm old as fuck, <laughs> 54. But they they were worried all the time, man. They had stop, drop, and roll, or what, what did you stop? Oh, yeah. Drop and cover desk. or something like that. Yeah, yeah, supposed to, yeah, yeah. They had like that yeah, yeah. stupid saying though. Hide under desk. Yeah. It wasn't like stop, that. drop, and roll. That's if you're on That's fire. That's fire, yeah. yeah. But it's like stop, drop, cover or some shit like something that. like that. But we were, when we were in high school, man, it was a legit fear. Like when that Red Dawn movie came out. Yeah. Like there was a legit fear that we were going to go to a nuclear war with Russia and we would all get wiped out. And everybody had this kind of anxiety about it. It like stuck with you. Mm-hmm. And then when, when the Soviet Union fell, that all went away. And for a brief moment of time, it felt relaxed. Mm-hmm. It really did. Yeah. It felt like we don't have to worry about nuclear war. We just have to worry about fucked up wars. Mm-hmm. We just have to worry about these hot wars. They're shooting tanks at each other in the desert. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. As long as we don't have to worry about <laughs> nuclear war. Yeah. You know, so we like accepted a certain level of war. And now the nuclear war part is back on the table. And I think that's one of the things that it, it flavors all of our conversations, whether we realize it or not, is we're all under this like steady state of anxiety. Yes. And then climate change. But, <laughs> yeah. And it's not saying don't do things about climate change. We t- should. But yeah. all this, how dare you, yeah. all that. It's Why like, is that advantageous to keep us in a steady state of anxiety? It's not that it's advantageous. It's, it's human nature to like seek that. It's human nature to try to find the danger. The problem is you're not supposed to know about danger with 7 billion people. Yeah. It's too many fucking people. Yeah. You're supposed to know about danger in your community. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're supposed to have a small tribe of 150 or so people and you know about everything you can't eat and you know about mm-hmm. all the people that are dangerous. Yeah, yeah. It's you like know, 70 people. Like yeah. the Dunbar number I think, or whatever. I think it's 150. 150. But it's, yeah. it's actually tiered. I didn't know it was tiered. It's, uh, the Dunbar's number is you get a certain amount of like intimate close friends mm-hmm. that you know well. And then from there on, it's like you get 50 people who you know their name but you don't know too much about them. And then mm-hmm. there's like a, yeah, another 50. 100 people 
1,500 people you can recognize, 500 acquaintances, 150 meaningful contacts, 50 friends, 15 good friends. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. I someone's would cut gotta, all of that by a third. Someone's got to get cut. Loved ones. What if you know a lot of cool people? We know a lot of cool people. Yeah. Comments. Someone's got to get cut. <laughs> mm. You got to get cut from my top 15. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a lot of my space. It's a lot of the store in your mind. Like, Everybody's right. like, bro, why am I not in your top nine? <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? Your friends and want to be in your top nine. Like, okay. All right, man. This is so silly. <laughs> it's your MySpace list. Just all over. That's it. your Dunbar number, bro. <laughs> Cut, dude. Ugh. That's the thing. It's like, I think we really are only designed to interact with a certain amount of people. I think that's why interaction on social media is so like hostile. Mm. It's so it's it's not normal. You're not supposed to be in, interacting with that many people. It's like you got data coming out. It's like yeah. it's like yeah. too much. And I can't yeah. care about you. I just have too many people. It's too I'm much. Past that fifteen hundred. Yeah. So I don't give a fuck. But about do our brains adapt though over time? You think? I think they do. I think our brains are going to evolve. And they're going to eventually, whether it's through electronic intervention, which is the most likely scenario, that they put something in our brains and it allows us to uh, interface with each other in a different way. And Elon, the way Elon described it, he said, you're going to be able to talk without words. Mm. As Neuralink. Yeah, this is his version of it. But I'm sure there's multiple versions. Do you think we see that in our lifetime? Yes, Yes, I think we see that way quicker than we think. I, I think how cell phones took over, when cell phones went from being like, who has a cell Look at Michael Douglas on the beach with that fucking brick. Yeah. Greed is good, yeah. bitch. Remember those days? Yeah. yeah. How many assholes did that movie make? <laughs> He goes, that movie makes so many yeah. righteous assholes. Gordon he goes to jail yeah. at the end, and no one talks about that part. Yeah, We're no like, one talks about so that part. Before that, but before that, he was looking at that phone on the beach, bitch, <laughs> making phone calls, no cord, out here in the sand, <laughs> doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. You Drinking margaritas and shaping world politics. Yeah, you can't finish the movie. You yeah. cut it off right before yeah. the end. You're like, oh, that's yeah, awesome. yeah, that's when it's good. It's yeah. like Scarface. I'm sad when he dies. <laughs> I wanted Tony Montana to live. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I wanted him to live. I should have never smoked I like that a, shit. I like him. <laughs> I should have never <laughs> fucking smoked that. I like him. Be honest. But one God to ten. Damn. One to ten. How are Light you? it up again, Joe. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's go. If we're going for it. We're going for it. How You're Let's there. go. You're I've been emasculated by a guy wearing a fanny pack right now. I don't. <laughs> to say I'm too fucking high. I like how you went leather. I always wear this one. It's my nice one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love is, that you wear fake. Do you have different ones? Yeah, I got a, I like a five of these fucking You got a sleep yeah. one. You got the workout one. No, no, but I have just the one I usually use. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. oh, Andrew has one of those, but he wears it around his shoulder, which I think is way gayer. Oh, yeah, that's worse. Well, it's just a cop out. Yeah, yeah right? thank you, right? You're just afraid. It. My wife gave it to You're me. You're just yeah, afraid of this. You're afraid of this look. It's just two balls. Look at this. It's like a kilt. This is what it looks. Like yeah. when a man does not give a fuck. <laughs> look at this. This is what it's supposed to look like. This is what you've been working for. This is better. It's better. I can keep stuff in there. It's better. Dude, yeah. It's, it's just better. Uh -huh. Yeah, what about pockets? <laughs> yeah, but they get in the way, dude. They dig into your legs. But what do you keep in there? Not Alex's legs. Weed yeah, yeah. and fuel factor legs. <laughs> look at Joe's legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it's a little different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he puts a quarter in there. He's like, God damn it. <laughs> Princess and the P. <laughs> Remember that story? Is that the dumbest fucking story of all time? With the beds? Yeah, they found out she was a princess because they put a P like 13 oh, mattresses yeah, yeah, yeah. under and she yeah. couldn't sleep. <laughs> she was in agony. Imagine, like, she's a princess because her body is so weak. 
But if you put a P under her, it's all the inbreeding. She can't yeah, sleep. It was the inbreeding, dude. She, her body just. I was imagine that, that, and that I that's didn't a, say it because I'm hot. That's a good <laughs> trait. But imagine that that's supposed to be a good trait. Yeah. What? That that's how you can tell she's a princess. Mm-hmm. She can't even sleep with a pee under there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's so delicate. Delicate. That a pee fucked her up. Yep. <laughs> and that's supposed to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you talking about? That's like the more fat and pale you were back in the day, like the more high in society you were. Uh, you know, food, yeah. man. <laughs> if you could afford gluttony in the face of abject poverty all around you, yeah. people are literally starving to death. And you're a slob. And you're sleeping on food. You're slopping. <laughs> blah, blah, <laughs> just filled gut with wine yeah. and beer. That was, <laughs> that was the first Gordon Gecko. That was it. That was just a guy that was super fat in the 1700s. Greed is good. <laughs> Everybody's everybody's like, we, we could just get a few crumbs. <laughs> no, I'm going to just get a few crumbs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why'd we do this, bro? This guy's already, dude. Wait, wait, light it again. You got to let it go. Light you got to let again. it go. Light it just again. accept it. Accept oh, it. That's, God. This is... This is what's happened. Yeah. You've gotten high in front it's, of the whole world. It's Tai Chi, bro. You're just moving. Yeah, you got to move. Yeah, he knows what the fuck Come is up. Come on. Is yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah, boy. I Googled that right before, but I got <laughs> I've never seen you high How are you before? not high? I don't know, yo. Because he faked it. I didn't Did you fake not, it. You I didn't inhale it, right? Joe accepted it. He might have faked it. It was an acceptable no. puff to Joe. I have to take it on the honor system. Depends on how much went in. Some came out. So I don't know what I'm Something, doing. Something, you know, was in there. I think it was one of these. Did you guys get fucked up at all from the weed? A little bit. Little no, bit. Little bit. come on. A little bit. I feel a tad slow. But not like this guy. <laughs> I'm not slow. I'm chilling. It's really? not that it's he's slow. Right now. He's People look he's at it the wrong way. Okay, okay what is it? It just, it just re- removes a layer of protection. I feel... Between new, you and the known universe. Yeah. I don't feel like that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel more like I would like the layer back. <laughs> You'll get it back I enjoyed, eventually. I enjoyed that protection I that I had. You'll get it back. You know what I mean? You're going to get the layer back. How far is that couch, wait, though? Just... <laughs> Nice. That couch, right though? It's very nice. Yeah, it's a nice couch. It I like good couches. It, it does make you more comfortable than huh? like an office chair. Right there though? Making me rethink my situation. He likes wire, See what I'm saying? Mics. Wireless yeah. mics, you get to mm. move around, do act outs. It's, it's definitely, <laughs> it's like definitely you better chewing, for bro, talking shit. I love that. This is definitely better for talking shit. That's it. We're just here to talk shit. But I wonder if a whiskey. couch would be the way you'd want to interview a scientist, though. No, but a, a guy who different? just got tits. <laughs> a guy who, I mean, who's now a woman, a female woman with huge tits. Yes. That's how I would like to interview them. Well, I, I bet you'd probably do your show. Say again? I, no, I, go, I bet you'd probably do your show. Can you get me the North Korean? Oh my god. Well, gosh. she has a name. Oh my gosh. You, <laughs> you want to make me pronounce the name, bro? Yeah, I'll go. <laughs> Come on, dog. I don't think she's the North Korean. I think there's another North Korean. <laughs> yeah, I was talking about Kim. Oh, you're talking about Kim? Yeah, my boy Kim. <laughs> no, is there, do you think that she would ever come on? I mean, we could reach out. Yonmi. Yonmi Park. Yonmi Park. Yeah. Stunning. Her story is crazy, man. Yeah. What else Her is crazy about so it? crazy. What, what, else, what else is crazy, bro? She got some crazy things, what? bro. What? Don't you do it. <laughs> <laughs> You're being bad. No, Joe, come on. I'm Stop acting bad. like you got Don't a fanny pack on. We Let's have a conversation, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we just trying to talk about the hurries, bro. That's all. The heavies. 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 The he
do. We send each other memes. He'll send me pictures of a dude squatting, and I know exactly what he's talking about. The heavies, the soup heavies, bro. No, she got some, bro. She got. That's how they make them out there. That was the majority of our interaction on text messages for a solid four or five days after that. Andrew just texted me the heavies. Dying. Yo, me park out to dinner. Me too. Oh my god. <laughs> what, Al? Listen, your boy getting a little saucy. And it is what it is, you know? Bro, ask your cigar, dog. What? No, that's good. that little foreskin, dog. Let me get my foreskin. Let it hang, man. These my, are good cigars. What do you think about circumcising women? <laughs> <laughs> Why? I might have made what? a mistake, ladies and gentlemen. I take, I take full responsibility yes. for whatever happens here. It's clearly my fault. Why'd you get them high? Because I wanted to see. Let's you got to experience fun. it, bro. Someone pull Let's my pants down. <laughs> These pants are getting crazy right now. You know, short, saying, you know what I'm saying, Joe? You know what I'm saying? I do, my friend. I'm really happy for you. And I want to tell you one thing that okay. I, I love about what you do mm-hmm. is you find your own ways through things. You know, you find your own ways through things. And I was talking about you the other day in the green room at the Vulcan in Austin. I said, think about it. Like, you can't even say, turn your phone sideways. Because <laughs> that's Schultz's shit. <laughs> when he says, sir, yeah. turn your phone. You can't say that anymore. I agree. No one else can say that. You can't. You figured out how to own... Turn your phone sideways. <laughs> I've stolen a we lot did of stuff it. from we this did guy. It. We but did that's it. a Steal weird one. Here. That's a yeah. weird one. I can't steal that one. I've it's tried. like, wow, how did he? Like, okay, and then you figured out how to do that and make these cinematic, comedic pieces while the world was falling apart. When yeah. no one was doing anything. Yeah. You put your shit all out on YouTube, blows up. Yeah. You, and then you put together this place. This is cool as fuck. We did. We did. All these guys. Yeah, I know. No, no, I know. I know there's other people involved. I'm just trying to tell you. Well, I thank like, you, what, man. What that you're means doing, a lot, bro. What you're doing is awesome. What you're doing gives me hope because you're doing exactly what, what the cameras are off, what you do when the cameras are on. The way we talk shit when the cameras are off is the way we talk shit when the cameras are on. You're a real dude. Mm. And it's it's so important for people like that. And Akash, I really wish you would go back to eating meat. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> Get back on, dog. You're issue. awesome too, both of you guys. And the, the, <laughs> the, you know, the fact that you, you've carved your own show, you got your own vibe to your show. You know, it's like your show is a fun, silly hang, you know, but you could talk about serious shit, too. Mm, Like you can flow back and forth between serious shit and complete preposterous conversation. The only way is fun. It's so fun. We're so lucky that we get to do this. Don't man. you wish some of them scientists you were talking to had a fucking joke in their body? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, so, no, no. Sometimes, be But honest. sometimes I want to talk to them, too. You know, I mean, I, even if they're dry, like, I want to extract, like, what... You, you need a person who thinks like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's fascinating to me, because I'm so dumb. <laughs> Yo, this is the biggest cat in the world, I know. bro. You I know. telling people you're dumb is bullshit. No, no, no. I'm dumb compared to Joe, these people. Compl- no, no. Listen to me. Listen to me. They're good at one Do you know thing. how to play pool? Yes. Okay, me too. I'm one of the but best pool players ever. Let me tell you something. I know how to play pool, but I suck. I don't suck compared to you. I'll fuck you up. Yeah, <laughs> but I suck, but I suck compared to regular people. Right. Or, or like, rather, compared to professionals. Yes. There's levels. Yeah. And I am fucking dumb. When I talk to Elon Musk, I'm very aware how dumb I am. Really? Yes. When I talk to Lex Friedman, when I talk to but Eric Weinstein. But if you Weinstein, talk to Elon about emotions and human interaction, if you yes. talk to Elon about emotions and human interaction, probably you're much smarter than him. 
He's not dumb in that regard. He's a different <laughs> kind of human, man. Like, that's an unusual combination of characteristics. He likes to make jokes. Mm. He takes a picture of Bill Gates, and then he puts it next to a pregnant Yo. man emoji, <laughs> and it says, here's a quick way to lose your boner. Yeah. Or, or yeah, if you yeah, want to yeah. lose your boner really quick, that's what he said. He posts that. Yeah. He po he's the richest man in the world, and he's dunking on other billionaires. I love that. No, you I gotta love celebrate that. that. I love Elon. And he loves that nature of the internet. And the thing that bothers him is this idea that like one gatekeeper can di dictate whether or not something gets released into the whole world. If you're using something like Twitter, like right. you could have an uh, amazing story and they can block it if ideologically they disagree with it. Like that's what happened with that Hunter Biden laptop. Yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. What happened with that? Well, they decided to say that it was Russian disinformation and that um, you couldn't share the links on Twitter or Facebook. Twitter said that. Yeah, Twitter would not let you share the links. And the link is from a story in the New York Post, which is really kind of crazy because that's like one of the oldest newspapers in America. Hamilton. It's a, it's a long established newspaper and they wouldn't let you post. It's not like some wild ass website, right. you know, some weird, it might not be a real website. Mm -hmm. it's, it was, Fucking New York Post. And so when a, a, something like a Twitter has the ability to just tell you what you can and can't talk about, yeah. even if that thing is valid, even if that thing, what if it does legitimately, I don't know what the fuck is in his laptop, but what if it does legitimately point to corruption? Mm. Are we supposed to just ignore it because we want to own the people on the right? It's like That's that, what we do with Pelosi. Right. What do you mean? She mad corrupt. She's definitely corrupt, but she's corrupt in a loophole way, I think. Talk to me. She's doing a thing where her husband buys stock in mm. companies, mm. and she may or may not know things that would that affect happen, that company. That would affect the yeah, way that yeah, company. Yeah, 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 that. And yeah. they, they're so rich. They did a thing on her husband where they showed like uh, how successful he is in the yeah. stock market, like compared to regular people. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah. He, and it's like it's totally. There's no way that he knows yeah. things. She <laughs> makes like I'm two hundred grand. Yeah. I'm not saying that he <laughs> knows. No. He might be a genius. Not saying that. He's just a genius great investor, investor bro. He's yeah. better than Buffett. That's all we're saying. Yeah. 100%. He's a goddamn wizard. Buffett, yeah. Puts a wizard's hat on and he finds the right things to gamble on. Yeah. Mm. And he always wins. I mean, she's worth like hundreds of millions of dollars. No. Like, good for her. Yeah. Does she come from money? I don't think so. I really? think she got I some... respect that, though. Because yeah. most of these motherfuckers come from money. They keep changing the rules of the game to help themselves. At least if you were in the gutter before and then you shift the rules up, it's like, well, at least you made the climb. A lot of these motherfuckers are just born in it. Mm. Ah, you're saying that she hustled for it. Yeah, at least she got there on her own. Hey, what is it about people that were born in it, right? Like uh, princes. And, mm -hmm. Why do so many of them become like psychopaths? I don't think like, you- throughout history. Wait a minute. What do you mean? You say lot, first of, generation becomes psychopaths? Yeah, a lot of uh, like, like Saddam Hussein's sons mm -hmm. yeah. were some of the most evil people that have yeah. ever lived. They would do horrific shit. There's stories of them- Kidnapping women on their wedding day, like going to them, taking them from their husband, yeah. raping them, and oh. feeding them to their dogs. Oh. What? That's horrible. Yes. Like for real? It's yes. Peak finish. Yes. Like, that's feeding all that's left. Feeding them to their dogs. Yeah. I think there's a sociopathy yes. that develops, or sociopathy, however you say it, when you're so removed from any normal human interaction that it, you're not, a, you don't like ever. Develop empathy. You don't get to feel bad for people because right. no one shows you the bad shit. Mm. So there's no remorse to feel, I think. So you're just like, well, let's just push this as far as we can push it. I, this is a theory I just came up with. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, but I, I dare you to debunk it. I think they get stuck in this idea. Like we have, a, human beings have this thing where we other each other. Mm-hmm. You know, like if if you're going to go to war with that group, even if it's like North versus South. Yeah, in America, 100%. We can, we can other each other. Yeah. Mm. And I think we could do that with anything. Yeah. I didn't know that happened with the kids. I thought the kids ended up I being kind of weak. No, I heard they were awful, but... I'm not, not Saddam's kids. I'm just saying in general. I thought like the the kids of successful people. It's well, hard sometimes, to but there's there's a few of those instances of evil kings, right? That's like Game of Thrones. Remember Joffrey? The, Joffrey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was an evil king. Like there's a long history. Okay. Of, of young men who take over the throne from their father and they're just fucking evil. Yeah. Well, maybe they don't have the empathy because they didn't have to earn it. Like, if you come from nothing, you have empathy for all the other people who have nothing. And those kids who come from everything, why would they even feel bad? Also, the reality, the just the reality of violence was accelerated back then. Because mm. people were doing sword fighting. Oh, yeah. yeah, You know, they were hitting each other with bows and arrows and hacking each other to death. Mm. And so it was happening and probably, like, everybody saw it. Right. Like, the, the amount of laws and rules that they had back when that shit was going on. Yeah, you used to see death all the time. Like, yeah. I think about that now. I, I've seen a dead body like three times in my life. Yeah. So if you... One? Yeah, I mean, like, my grandfather passed away, open casket, like, uh, that kind of thing. But, yeah. like, back in the day... They all saw bodies. Yeah, like, you're yeah. confronted by life and death, bookended all the time. You know when they talk about, like, people, the life expectancy, the average life expectancy yeah. used to be, like, 30 years old? Yeah. You know what a lot of that is? The babies would die. Infant death, yeah. Uh, it was like an average, right? That was a big part of it. A big part of it was uh, they, they used to have all these fertility rituals back then. <clears throat> they would do fertility rituals to try, like, it was, like, important to make more people. And they would be worried that they would run out of people. Oh, yeah. Isn't that wild? So yeah. the fertility rituals are like the community coming around to make sure that you have a baby? Well, there's just so they, much infant death that they're like, yo, let's have every, have as many kids as possible because uh, so many die, we might run out. Just yeah, it could have been birth. like that they did, they had dances or myths or stuff like that. But the, like that was, um, there was a guy named John Marco Allegro who wrote a book this called is The, guy the was Sacred about, Mushroom and the Cross. I was literally yeah, told him today, I saw yeah. this thing yesterday with you. Okay, go on this. Well, Christianity John, is like yeah, a mushroom. John religion? Marco Allegro, he spent like, just, I think it was somewhere in the neighborhood of 14 years deciphering the Dead Sea Scrolls. Mm. And he was an ordained minister who... Uh, what are the Dead Sea Scrolls? The Dead Sea Scrolls is the oldest version of the Bible, I think, that they've ever found is in Aramaic. Mm-hmm. I think I might be wrong about that, but it's a, an old version of the Bible that was written on animal skins and left in clay pots in Qumran. And so they found these fairly recently. Like, I think they found them in the 20th century or the 19th. Yeah, 46, 47. Okay, so it was the 20th century. And so then they started deciphering them. And this one guy, he was an ordained minister, but then as he became uh, a scholar of ancient uh, religions, he became agnostic. Mm. And But he was still on the Dead Sea Scrolls Committee. So this guy is an expert in languages, and they're trying to decipher this language. And so his conclusion at the end of 14 years is that the entire cult of Christianity was really all about the consumption of psychedelic mushrooms and fertility rituals. Hmm. And that the whole thing was a way to hide this knowledge in parables and stories. And that it was just passed down and translated over and over and over again and lost like a lot of its meaning along the way when people stopped participating in the rituals. But his belief was, and he, he, he was an expert in the origins of words. And he traced back the word Christ to an ancient Sumerian word that meant a mushroom covered in God's semen. Because they thought when it rained that it was God coming on the earth. Because that, 
that was how <laughs> things would grow. That so makes they, sense. So when like if you have no science, there's we know yeah. nothing scientific. Liquid when exactly. it rains, exactly. and then all of a sudden things <laughs> grow. That is life springing from the earth. Yeah. So it must be God coming yeah, on the earth. Something fertile, right? So yeah. here's where it gets more complicated. Mushrooms grow like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you could have no mushrooms, and you get out of your tent, oh, yeah. and then there's mushrooms. Yeah. Like literally overnight, there could right. be mushrooms. Yeah. So they would eat these mushrooms and trip balls. Yeah. And mushrooms in low doses increase visual acuity. They make people hornier. They establish a more potent bond of community. It, it allows creativity that is linked to the development of language. Can I interrupt you for one second? We have mushrooms here if you want. <laughs> Let's go. Wait, yeah, okay. do go. we really? Yeah. I'm not doing no fun. Don't oh be scared. <laughs> oh, Let's fucking go. The Dead Sea Scrolls, mostly in Hebrew, a oh. little bit of Aramaic. <laughs> Just mostly in Hebrew? Hebrew? Yeah. All right, guys, we're going to take a break for a second because I got to tell you all about SeatGeek, man. I mean, if you didn't know already, SeatGeek is a ticketing app that makes buying tickets super simple. We've got the app on our phones, and it's by far and away the best way to buy tickets, man. Akash, can you bust that app out for me real quick? So, basically, you can get tickets for goddamn near anything. Coldplay, if you want to see that. Justin Bieber, Grupo Firme, Paul McCartney, Still Alive. You know what I'm saying? So, basically, they put the tickets from all over the internet into one place, okay? It makes buying things so simple, okay? From sports, concerts, festivals, comedy shows. You're trying to see Akash sing on tour right now. You're going to have to get them tickets on SeatGeek, especially if it's sold out. SeatGeek wants to make sure that you're getting a good deal. So when you're on the app, look for the green dots. Green means good deal. Red means bad deal, okay? Don't worry. We've got the hookup. Use the code flagrant for $20 off tickets at SeatGeek. That's $20 off your first purchase with the promo code flagrant. Make sure you click the link in the description to download the app now. Let's get back to the show. The Dead Sea Scrolls, the way they found out what pieces were, they had to do DNA tests. Yeah. They had to find out which cow the pieces came from. Oh, wow. And then they put all the pieces where the cow came from, and then they had to try to piece it together. It's wild shit. I mean, that's insane. And I, I've never read the Dead Sea Scrolls, but the people that read it say it's really fascinating. If that's what it meant, would you be a Christian? <laughs> Come on now. I, I'm not oh. joining any groups, man. But I don't if think that's, that's what it meant. I think that's a real problem with people. What do you mean? Groups. Mm. Talk to me. Yeah, you join the Christians and all of a sudden the Baptists are enemies. You, know, <laughs> look, you don't like Protestants anymore? <laughs> no. You, you know, like the, that's what happened with the Catholics and the Protestants in Ireland. I mean, there's obviously a lot more to it, but, you know, it was literally religion versus religion, killing each other. When mm. one group finds itself, they tolerate each other and then they don't tolerate anyone else. It's that's the other thing we're talking about. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, uh, yeah. that's a, the history of humans. Yeah, that's crazy. Do you subscribe to the high ape theory? The higher, st uh, it's called a stoned ape theory. Yeah, and that's, yeah that's ape McKenna's ass. idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't no, do mushrooms. If I did mushrooms, I would know. The, the best guy describing that is actually Terrence McKenna's brother, Dennis. Dennis is a, a real scientist, like a, a rock solid scientist. And the way he describes it, he explains why the theory has some merit. He never says that it's definitely what happened, but what is there's the a mystery. Of the mystery with the human brain size is that the human brain size doubled over a period of, I think it's like 2 million years, which is extraordinary. Right. They have no idea what happened. Right. And so there's a lot of theories. <laughs> I feel like my brain shrunk. <laughs> I feel like it's happened the size it used to be. Are you getting a little bit this long? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm feeling, come on, bro. Tell us about these high-ass apes. <laughs> anyway. I'm high as shit. Come on. Where's Miles, the bro? The stone ape there? theory is the... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> 
God. <laughs> Come on, Joe. He's gone. I thought yeah. we lost Miles, bro. But he's back. He's back. Everything's good. He was just covered by the monitor. Andrew's hallucinating. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's okay. Light Let's go. So that's the theory. We missed the whole thing. Yeah, I missed the whole thing. What's the theory, yeah. man? No, no, the theory it, is uh, ancient primates yeah. experimented with mushrooms, and they led to a rapid development in human brain size, which doubled over a period of two million years. So the human brain size doubled, mm. and he thinks it coincides with the rainforest receding into grasslands, which would give to a lot of undulates that would shit like cows. And then on those patties, they would find mushrooms um, and they would try them out as a food source. And you because want to kill cows ancient to primates. Eat Joe? Well, that's <laughs> the reason why you probably don't. That's why Indians so smart, Joe. Yeah, you can grow that shit in a lab, dummy. <laughs> Fuck with shit. <laughs> Why are you playing in shit? We have scientists now. <laughs> you have a cell phone. You don't need cow Eat shit. organic, Joe. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. God damn, dude. You don't have to put pesticide in the lab. Yes. Organic just means no pesticide. <laughs> Wait, you only eat organic? No, I eat whatever the fuck I want to eat. Right. He ate six burgers when we were out that one time. Oh Remember? yeah, that is oh, one true. time I did. <laughs> Now we understand why we talk about food with you, Joe. I like to eat. We met you to get a hamburger. Yeah. You ate three. And then there was one more on the table, and you just said, this is nobody's right. <laughs> because sometimes they leave them there. Because everybody's just ordering shit. We got, like, giant trays. Yeah, you don't want to be wasteful. You I know? think that was a chicken sandwich, too. <laughs> no, the recall. Recall, bro, alpha brain. This is what we think it is. I think you have insane recall. And you think that you're dumb, but your recall, like, are you one of the guys that you could, you know exactly what happened in a round of a fight that you watched 10 years ago? Not always. No, definitely not always. Sometimes, Sometimes though? I get it. Yeah, a lot of times. That's pretty crazy. Sometimes I get it wrong. Sometimes I'm, like, oh, I thought he did it that way. Hmm. Like, oh, because oh. you've heard athletes do this. Like Bill Russell could could tell you every single play of every game LeBron. that he did. LeBron, mm. they say, can do it. I don't know if I believe it. That's interesting. Sean McVay can do Sean it. He's a football Sean coach. McVay, the yeah, the coach the, the, the you know, a lot of yeah. fighters don't have that. Well, you know? a lot of fighters kind of go. No, no, no. Fog no. of war, also, I assume. No, even when they win, like sometimes they just get in a zone, and then before they know it, they've won. And then they'll watch it on camera and go, whoa, oh, look at really? that. Like Almost like they don't remember what they did. I assume if your life is on the line, that's everything is heightened, but you don't remember any of it. It's just, I have to survive. I don't mm. think it's that as much as well, they're so focused on delivering <laughs> shots. <laughs> they're so focused on delivering <laughs> shots that they're like in a trance. But what about my theory, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your theory's, your theory's, your theory's great for pussies. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Eat some beef, right, it's, Joe? Come on. It's a really good thing. <laughs> Get the beef. If you weren't talking about the toughest people in the world, your maybe you're just scared theory would be great. <laughs> you don't think Akash would be a good fighter? Oh, you think? <laughs> A lot of built? really smart guys are good fighters. Say again? He's, a lot of really smart guys are oh, good I was, I didn't say He's a smart. very smart dude. I have the worst recall, actually. The worst recall. Yeah, yeah but you're yeah. smart, man. I've been reading guy. shit and forgetting it in 30 seconds. Every yeah. time y'all ask me for something I talked about two weeks ago, I'm like, I don't know, man. That but is, is that me. the case, or is it just that you don't give a fuck about what they were talking about? Ooh. Like, if something yeah. matters to you, do you remember? I still forget. 
Dead ass, dude. I read <laughs> about like, what every Hindu holiday means every year, and then I forget the next time it comes around. <laughs> but what if it's something you, like is important? Like, what if your wife is telling you something that happened? Like, I wasn't listening in the first place. <laughs> so what could you do? You know, that's 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 not well, good. Well, you, you seem to have a commitment. <laughs> that's not good. Don't do that at home. You seem to have a commitment to this ideology. <laughs> Come on, Mark. It's his fucking fault. He got me high. Uh, this chair goes back so far. Nice. Comfy, comfy choices. But this one, because I'm all the way back here. Like I'm, I'm trying to shoot me even. Like, come on, Keanu, Joe. Young Keanu right here. It does Yo. make me feel like like sitting here like more casual. It's than more like casual. A, it's chill, bro. Yeah, yeah than dude, like an office out. chair. I'm always in like these little Yo. fucking chairs that make you sit up like this. Yeah, yeah. But don't these hurt your back? After no, like no, three no, 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 no. Prop that lumbar? shit back here. Get a little lumbar support if you need it. Cock. Yo, you know your boy Cameron? Yeah. Who's awesome, by yeah. the way. Yeah, I love that. Um, why does he carry the animal himself if he has a photographer? Well, because a photographer doesn't carry animals for you. Yeah, what? But he could. No, 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 no. You no, just take an guy. animal carrier no, that also could take a picture. He's got expensive cameras. He's not going to throw a fucking bear You know those are completely different know. skill sets, right? I don't you know. You know a good photographer. Bro, I love this guy's That's Instagram. an artist. A photographer's an artist. This is dumbass, dude. No, I'm just saying I watch his shit all the time. He's my motivator. Like, I just love it. He got great music choices also. You know what's interesting? What is He's that? on the New York Times bestseller list. And oh, really? I, yeah, and I don't know if uh, I'm supposed to say this because it's kind of weird, but... Um, he should have the number one book in um, nonfiction but why? based on the numbers, but they put him in self-help instead, <laughs> which is uh, like, it's really weird. And so, uh, he goes, he's number eight in the New York Times on how-to books, but he outsold the number one nonfiction book and the number one audio book and didn't make either of those lists. So you think they're hating on him? I don't know. I mean, why would you? Like, it's maybe an idea. New York Times, dude, liberals. I know, but they shouldn't do that. It's so silly. It's like you have an idea of who that guy is. He's a super sweet guy. Wait, what's he's, the bad thing about he's him? He's a family he man. Cucks hate that. He's a bow hunter. He's a very manly bow hunter. But he's also an ultra marathon runner. He's a, he's a savage. I want to go He's hunting. a psycho. I want to do He's it. a psycho in the nicest way possible. Meaning that, like, he's the type of dude that's like, how many miles are we running? 500? Well, guess I better pack a lunch. Wow. And he just can go. Yeah. He'll just go. He'll, if he, if his body doesn't explode, yeah. if he doesn't have a heart attack and die, you guys met him. Cross the finish yeah, yeah, yeah. line. He came yeah. to the special. The guy's yeah, a beast. You should yeah, go hunting with him. I, think I wanna, I think I wanna go it. hunting with him. I've never been hunting. You can carry the animal. I've never been hunting or camping. He'll take you. Will he do? Will we camp? Because I want to do yes. both. You've yes. never camped. I've never he, gone camping. He, no. Burning Man was his camping, but that, that was, was inside the, an RV with air conditions. Camping. Listen, camping Rough. is amazing, but I recommend doing it where grizzly bears don't live. Have you wait? What? Why? Yeah, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think I would camp. I just. I am not interested in being around grizzly bears. You have oh, a fear sorry. of grizzly bears. <laughs> you should, everyone should have a fear of grizzly bears. What? Because if there was only one grizzly bear and it was a, a, a myth. Like a, fuck, a grizzly bear like didn't a exist, yeah. but then it was in a movie, and there was this thing that's a 900-pound predatory wild dog that runs that just roams through the woods. No fences. Yeah. Yeah. No fences. Yeah. Oh, you want to climb a tree and get away? Break, climb a, trees. break a moose's back. My friend watched through a scope. He was looking through like a long-range scope. Yeah. He watched his bear as it was chasing him. Like, oh, shit, he's chasing him. He's chasing him. The bear caught up to the moose and broke its back. With a slap. Oh, shit. Just <laughs> bang. And the moose is 
fucked, slams against the side of this tree. Mm-hmm. The bear took down a fucking moose. Those are just running around. Yeah, and you're gonna, you're gonna have a little cloth house that you sleep in. <laughs> but what if you scare them by yelling at them? <laughs> well, you might scare them off. You can Generally them, right? speaking, yeah, you're, you're not <laughs> gonna wanna kill you because right. you're not a primary food source. Right. They focus on what they try to eat. They're trying to eat berries, they're trying to eat animals. They're trying to eat a lot of fawns and calves. That's what they want. They want babies. Because right when they get out, they're the most vulnerable, and bears are on the hunt right around then. Did you see this one where they're Oh trying- my God, it's the most terrifying. Did- I've said for years that bears are my biggest fear, and you guys made fun of me relentlessly. Wait, wait, was it oh, bears? This is the polar bear. This is the polar bear. This one is fucked. In Florida. Yeah, there's mad bears where I live. But what's going on? Where right do you here? live? Oh, I, I grew up in Florida. In Orlando. Oh, there's a and lot of bears in Florida. But they were like little black bears. They weren't even that big. Little, like, but they'll still kill people. But this thing right here. So this is this is him just being curious. He's just kind of looking. No, around. no, no, no. Incorrect. You don't. You don't think. He's no, that's a polar bear. He smells meat, and he's trying to get in there and eat that dude. That's one hundred percent what's going on. He's, he's not curious. Food? You don't think he's sniffing around? Uh, uh-uh. uh. What? What? Did he the guy smells have a meat. In there? That polar on? bear. <laughs> look at this. That polar bear smells that man's meat. That's why he's doing this. This has nothing to do with curiosity. He is trying to bite that box to eat that man. One hundred million percent. I mean, this is insane. Yeah, because polar bears only eat meat. Hmm. They're not like any other bear. They're the most predatory of all bears because they don't have any other options. Mm. They don't have any vegetables. There's no grass. All they eat is fucking Uh, seals or anything else. Yeah, photographers sometimes. Anything that's there. Polar bears will come for you. So what do you do in that situation? Dude, pray. I heard the (laughs) most terrifying story of these explorers. They were on an icebreaker. And they were on an icebreaker. I don't even know if this is true. What's an an icebreaker? So they're out there in in wherever the polar bears live. Yeah. And um, they uh, have a leak in their boat. And they have to literally get off the boat because the boat's sinking. Yeah. So they make their way to an ice raft. Mm-hmm. They get off the boat onto this ice raft. Uh-oh. And they wait. And there's multiple hours before someone can come get them. Mm-hmm. And they see a polar bear. Oh, fuck. And they see a polar bear on a neighboring ice raft. Yeah. And he's looking at them and he stands up and bloom. Comes up oh, in the water fuck. and pops up on the next one next to it. Oh, and they're fuck. like, oh, man. Back in the water, pops up in the next one next to it until he's right next to them. He dives in the water, comes up onto their ice raft, takes one of the guys, grabs him, pulls him into the water, swims with him over to the other one, and starts eating him. Fuck. Right in front of those dudes. Holy yeah. shit. So they're standing there going, what <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Where the did you think comes. it was heading? Get away before. And then the boat comes. Oh. So they have to watch their friend get eaten by a fucking polar bear. They have to watch their friend get eaten alive oh, by a polar that's bear. Fucking and they eat you alive, too. They don't bother killing you. Do you they have any friends that died you. from like grizzlies or anything no. like that? No. No, I don't. I do have friends that have been chased by grizzlies and attacked by grizzlies. Really? And what happened? Brown bears. Well, most of the time, it's what they're trying to do is scare you. Most of the time, it's like a female with her her cubs, mm. and you just zigged when you should have zagged. Yeah. Mm. That's is, his thing. He thinks he could zag at the right moment. There's no zagging with bears. <laughs> and uh, that's happened with friends where they got charged, you know? Mm. Shot at them? Um, Cameron? No one, that happened with Cameron? No, no, he never had to do that. But um, Steve Rinella from that show Meat Eater has a horrifying story. Of they had uh, shot an elk on a Fognac Island, which is this uh, island in Alaska mm-hmm. where the biggest brown bears live. Mm-hmm. These things are fucking huge, man. Yeah. Like 11 foot tall bears. Right. They're monsters. Right. And they killed this elk. And when they went back to retrieve it, 
they noticed bear shit. Uh-oh. Mm. And they ignored it, and they said, let's just sit down, have lunch, and we'll carry this meat out of there. And they heard a noise, and then they turned, and there was this fucking giant beast just running through the camp. And they all stood up, and guys were falling over each other. The bear was, like, running right past them. One guy, this guy's name's Dirtmouth, wound up on top of the bear as it was running down the hill for, like, 30 feet. Falls off onto the ground. The bear runs off into the woods and starts hoofing at them. And they, they scramble back to the camp. They didn't have their guns on them. The guns were sitting there. All they were doing was eating lunch. They had no idea it was going to happen this fast. And then all of a sudden, and then they've got guns. And they've got to try to back out of there. Wow. But the bear had claimed their elk. Of course. Oh, it took their kill? You got, yes. They, they got off he easy, He decided buddy. it was theirs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they got off yeah. easy. Just lost an elk. Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? That's, they're lucky that's I don't even the, know if they lost the whole elk. I think they only lost part of it. Mm. I think they were in the process of cutting it up and, and shipping it and, move, and, and moving it back to their camp, which was like a couple of miles away in this rugged terrain. This thing just come out of nowhere. Yeah. Is it just the bear that you have to worry about? You got to worry about everything, man. That's the, the thing that's great about the woods is that it's a, a, a human reset. When you're like legitimately out in the mountains, it's a human reset. Right. Because you realize like, oh, oh, no one gives a fuck Fuck who you are out there. No one gives a fuck about you. Yeah. Everything here is trying to do their thing. Right. The the bulls are literally killing each other to fuck. They're right. killing each other. What do you mean? They grow weapons yeah. every year. That's how they yeah, compete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They kill yeah, each other. I didn't know they attack each other. They, that's, that's how all the female they do. Uses, the whole dog. thing. The males will like, uh, there'll be competition. Whoever yeah. wins is the dominant male. That's who the female will mate with. Dude. <laughs> what, and mate with, mates Google, with all of them? Two bulls Whoever the most, Whenever she's in like heat or whatever, yeah. that's when male competition happens. She's saying, I'm going to choose the dominant male because I want the strongest genes for my offspring. Yeah. I control this because I got the So look what happens. Look, they start oh, smashing at the water. Those are two big-ass bulls. No. And they decided they both want to be the king shit of the herd. And so they have to go to war. So if you are in the woods and you're elk hunting and you hear clackety-clack, 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 you're like, oh, shit, they're fighting. And you could run in and kill one of those bulls because they're distracted. Yeah. Have you seen what they got locked up? Sometimes they'll like lock up their antlers and then they'll just die that way. Dude, I've watched this personally from, you know, 50 yards away. Really? It's amazing. It's amazing to watch. It's wild. Yeah, it's terrifying. And then what happened? Well, my my situation, the wind was bad and we never really could get a shot. It was like there was too much, there was too many trees and shit for us. By the time we got to them, they had smelled us and took off. What's the biggest animal you you could beat the shit out of? (laughs) I don't think I could beat the shit out of a monkey. (laughs) No. I'm really scared a monkey would fuck me up. What about a wolf? I'm not kidding. Did you see that video? Did you ever see that video of a monkey who pulls that strip of that dude's head off? Oh, Oh, monkeys are freakishly strong. But it just climbs. This guy's like trying to be peaceful. He's like on his his like sitting crisscross applesauce and the monkey comes and sits on him. It's like, hello, my friend. He's like, and the monkey just bites his head and pulls a giant chunk of his scalp off and runs away. Can you get that up, Mark? I mean, pulls like (laughs) a fucking... Subway sandwich size chunk of scalp from this dude's head. I'm not bullshitting. Like this big. Do we have monkeys uh, in America? No, we do not. What about South America? South America has some monkeys, yeah. 
Arian Foster, who's a football player, he said, I could take a wolf. Yeah, he's crazy. We talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, you think- we did a podcast together. That's r- ridiculous. No chance. No, impossible. Even you. You're a no, wrestler. No, 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 no chance. No chance. No chance. Okay. You, you would get, it's literally like a machine that crushes moose bones. Okay. <laughs> okay. So no animals. A really. wolf's bite is five times stronger than a pit bull's. Okay. Did, did you see this? And one? their teeth are designed to crush bones. Oh, this is the craziest shit I've ever seen. Right. What are you would, doing would you in this do situation? This? So this is a this is a, a family that went to Thailand for like a trip. Mm-hmm. Okay, if I'm not mistaken. So they're like hanging out and they go to like an orangutan exhibit. Oh no. And this is like one of the, this is not graphic, but this is one of the things that they do. Watch this lady get bit. <laughs> but but she's just chilling there, and then they, yeah. they do like an orangutan experience, and this is what happens. He walks up behind her. Mm-hmm. Do you see he what starts he's grabbing? Grabbing her grabbing boobs. Her he's <laughs> smiling, tongue and out. He smiles and then just dips. But I don't think I would want to be that close to an orangutan ever in my life. No. Yeah, that's not necessary. If that thing wanted to, it could pull you apart like a roll of toilet paper. <laughs> just shh. Yeah. We could pull you apart like you were nothing. Yeah, these people. Like are we, in- we think of our we, like, oh, it's not that much bigger than me. It's like uh, it's kind of the same size as me. Mm. It's not even the same thing. Yeah, strength yeah. to weight ratio. We're made out of jelly donuts. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. There's not a goddamn animal where you wouldn't be able to fight off a feral cat. Bears are the scariest animal. I'm glad we actually cleared that up. I think they're one of the scariest. I accept that as an apology. But big cats might be even scarier. Yeah, I'm more afraid of a big cat. Big cats are scary. Way more afraid of bears. Bears, I feel like I could get away, or if I I feel like I could do something. But with a tiger, I'm being dead serious. But with a tiger, a lion, I feel like there's nothing. Do you remember when you scared me with the bear thing? No, what was it? Do you remember this? I forget where we were. We were at some comedy club. I told you about fear of bears. And I was like on edge all day because I was like going through all my childhood trauma with bears. And then you just popped out of nowhere at the comedy club. I think we're in like like city. Do you have a lot of childhood trauma with bears? I mean, kind of. As a kid, it was the scariest thing in the world because we would just be sitting in our house and all of a sudden all the trash cans would rattle and I'm like six years old and, I'd, oh. and all the dogs would start barking crazy and then we'd run outside and there'd be a bear there. And, and Florida bears are like Florida people. <laughs> yeah, they're all <laughs> very, very all unpredictable. Smoking, smoking PCP, these bears are crazy. <laughs> unpredictable, bro. running from the law. Where yes. Trump hats? Yeah, they got guns and shit, bro. These bears have guns, dude. And I would go outside and I would just bump into one and then I'd run inside. I'm like six years old and then my family found out about it they bought a bear mask and then we had a Good full move. a full bear mask and I'd be sleeping in my bed eight years old <laughs> my brother kicks in the door wakes me up and growling and I'd wake oh up and there'd be a bear in front of me. Yeah, this is amazing I, 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 I so we made fun this. of you because yes. of this yeah. Yeah. I, was, I didn't listen to a lot of things you said earlier <laughs> yeah. when you opened it up I'll be honest I got with so you. terrified yeah. of bears and then they knew once I got comfortable with the bear mask then they just flipped the mask inside out oh my so god so it was like just a beige oh and then like, we did something did we no, print we out were, a we picture we were planning to do it we never did it I don't know if we ever did it but we wanted to scare you with a full bear costume I was terrified. Yeah. It's still coming. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's Please don't. It's going to go. That's bears, the scariest animal. Real bears are fucking, they're weird to see because you, you actually see them in the wild. I, got, I, I saw one grizzly, and it wasn't a big one. It was only about six feet tall, mm. but it stood up, and it was looking at us. It was looking at us in a totally different way than anything's ever looked at me. I saw I a bear like, when oh, I was in no. fucking Montana and its cub. Nothing. To, it didn't, was I was it a biking. black bear? Might have been a black bear. Maybe a black bear. Did you see I grizzly don't believe man? you. I swear to God, in my life, I was the at my boy Edmundo's bachelor party. We're doing a bike trail. I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
You need to get high. I have, more a, often. I have video. This is, I he's have not, video of the band. He's not arguing with you. He's fighting against the feeling the weed is bringing inside of you. <laughs> what is the feeling? I don't think I'm high anymore. I think it passed. It's oh, over. yeah, you're fine. Okay, let's get him a little bit more then. More afraid of bears Yo, or give sharks. Us, give us a blunt because we're in New Depends York. Depends on where we you gotta, are. We got to smoke a backwood. Oh, yeah, pop these out. Yeah, on the ground. Bring, bring, the whole, bring the whole joint over here. Yeah, yeah, on the yeah. ground. No, no, give the whole thing. Oh, we got the dipped ones. That's too crazy for me. But just bring out the whole thing over, and then we could choose. So here's my answer. On the ground, a bear is not as scary as a shark is in the water. Mm. Oh, bro. Shark is the apex. I am way go. more afraid of sharks, way more afraid of uh, alligators, yeah. way more afraid of... Have you ever smoked a backwood, Joe? Yeah. You really have? Yeah. Who the fuck you smoking about? Tell, I'm telling you, it's oh, not that unique to New York. No. I thought this is like a Brooklyn, New York thing. No, they South spread around. Thing. Charlie it's Murphy introduced thing. me to okay, that uh, makes a little bit more sense. the concept <laughs> back in the day. He was the first guy I ever smoked blunts with, and I was like, oh. Wait, really? I was like, this is better. Yeah. Blunts are better. Yeah. Wait, but wait. You just have to admit that you're enjoying the tobacco. Like, there's a conversation online with me and Wiz Khalifa about that. He's like, "Why do you, uh, why do you like blunts?" I go, "I think I like the tobacco." Mm. He's like, "I'm glad you're honest about that." <laughs> a lot of people they don't want to admit that they like that tobacco part. Yeah, but the toba to tobacco is not good for you, right? But it's awesome. But it's awesome. <laughs> I would smoke. That's cigarettes. why I like cigars. Oh yeah, Schultz. After a few beers, oh, I love like cigars. Love He's no, like no, no, cigarette. cigarette. I don't oh, really like yeah. cigars that much, but cigarette. Cigarettes are great. I love a cigarette. Well, you know what cigarettes do? They give you, they give you a head. Ooh, that's nice. They give you right? a head <laughs> rush. That's good stuff. Cigarettes Alan give you not a. Spoken in two hours. <laughs> <laughs> he started smoking. We talked about his legs. He said, "Fucking Lord." <laughs> he's thinking he's going. I can never make my legs bigger. <laughs> if John, if John <laughs> Jones can't I'll do it, still think I can't John do it. Right? Yes. <laughs> I'm just in my apex. That's apex. He's, he's, you think he's the best the ever, bro? Size. Where's my baby? There's a real good argument. He's the best ever, but really? I don't think there is one best ever. Honestly, why not? <laughs> because I think it's like all. There's so many variables. There's like the quality of the competition. There's the length of the reign. There's you know. There's so many. There's like weight classes like 125. Yeah. Like, but there's a real argument that Mighty Mouse is the greatest of all time. A real argument. Did you in see his, that fight against uh, the uh, Muay Thai guy? Yeah. Yes, that amazing. was sick, dude. Amazing. I love that Muay Because he had to get through that first round, Rod Tang. Yeah. He had to go through that first Rod round Tang. before he can uh, Do what utilize he did. MMA. Right. It was a crazy rule set. I like how they did it. I'm getting they high. said, get high, son. <laughs> yeah, they did one, <laughs> one round. round Muay Thai. Yeah. Young, one yeah. round MMA. Yeah. And, uh, and then one round Muay Thai, one round MMA. It only went two rounds. Yeah. yeah All yeah. Mighty Mouse had to do was get through that first round, essentially. Yeah. And then he took him down quick. Yeah. He got his back. Yeah. Yeah. I got him about Finally to die. You good, son? You want one more? No, I'm good. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once he took him down, it was a wrap. But it was so much, it was so interesting to see him like respect the distance. Like that first round, Rod Tang was just walking straight into him. He didn't give a fuck. Mighty Mouse even landed a couple shots. And, but the second round, when he knew that there was like jujitsu at play or wrestling or anything, to see him backing up, keeping like four feet in between the two of them, like going, I cannot engage with this guy because if he gets me on the ground, it's a wrap. Yeah. Yeah, Mighty Mouse is legit. And him uh, leaving the UFC and then going over and fighting with uh, completely different rule sets, too. They have, uh, they have a thing they did uh, over there where they allow people to soccer kick your head on the ground. Yeah, that's fire. Oh, really? Yeah, you can knee to the head on the ground and you can soccer kick. That's legitimately head. crazy. But is it that much crazier than the rules that exist? 
Yeah, guys, damn, you're unconscious. You can just kick the fuck out no, of No, no, you don't mean when he's unconscious. You mean when I mean, he's when he's going out. I mean, he's still awake. Damn near. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, he's right. It's tricky. See? It's very tricky. The problem is, it's like for us, like for one single blow, it's the one of the most powerful things a person can do. Because you're, it's a natural human movement, right? It's a natural human movement to just do that. That's so normal. Everybody knows how to run. So anybody who runs can probably kick a soccer ball pretty fucking hard. And when someone is going out and they're already like collapsed and the referee can't get to him in time. That person, if you can't soccer kick them in the head, might survive because mm. you get on top of them and you ground and pound them. Maybe they deflect some stuff and maybe they clinch. Maybe the referee, let, oh, he might pull out of this and he go. But if you were allowed a soccer kick, yeah, a lot of those fights are done. Are done. A lot of those fights are done if you're allowed a soccer kick. Yeah. And you just go watch some of the fights in Japan. Japan allowed soccer kicks, but it was different because Japan allowed it in a ring, and in the ring you can kind of move oh, around the, the ring. The cage you can't go anywhere. Mm. So soccer kicks in a cage are uniquely problematic <laughs> because hmm. you could get to a position where you're pinned, your head is pinned, the cage is here, and a guy could just punt your fucking face, which is, I mean, I mean, I can't imagine getting hit harder than that. But it's happened, and you know it's it's been a big factor in the fights where it does happen, where you're allowed to do that, yeah. where you're allowed to kick a guy or knee a guy in the head when they're down. And so w what one FC I think has decided is they're going to allow that. And it's like the Whoa. soccer kicks. Yeah, they. It's I've seen some rough ones. Have you? Ever, rough, do you ever get dropped? I've been dropped. I've never been knocked unconscious, but yeah. I got TKO'd. I oh really? Hit, yeah, I got hit with a <laughs> I got hit with a left hook and my legs gave out. They went like boink. Good night. Uh, it was video? really interesting. It didn't hurt. Mm. It was like uh, it just they just shut off. Yeah, they just shut off. And then I got back yeah. up and then I got hit with an uppercut and the referee stopped the fight. Mm. But uh, it was uh, I was conscious the whole time, but I was aware that I was like ready to go out. Sparring ever ever been close? No, never knocked out. I've been hurt for sure. I've been dropped. I've been, um, you know, I probably, I don't know how many times I've been hit really hard where I had to, like, go home. But that's totally normal. Yeah. That's part of the problem with uh, any kind of uh, combat sport is, like, when you're learning, it's not just the fights that you have that give you damage. It's also all the, the training. training. Yeah. Like, what Shaw was talking about with training with that guy Shane Carwin. Yeah. He said Shane used to, like, ring his bell all the time. Yeah. Like, that's where I would see a lot of guys that had like one pro fight. Do you know who Jerry Quarry is? How do you spell it? Oh, the boxer? Jerry Quarry, the boxer. Yeah, the boxer. It's a, it's yeah. a famous story because Jerry Quarry fought Muhammad Ali. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it was like in a lot of people's eyes, like, wow, how did he hang in there with Muhammad Ali? Yeah. Like so, sort of like this story where people are like, Romanced and like he, yeah, he, almost, he, gave, he gave it a great shot. Yeah, yeah. But he was one of those guys that was a very good fighter in an age of very great fighters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he fought the best of the best yeah. and took some tremendous beatings. But his brother, who I think had very few fights, yeah. had just as much brain damage as him. Wow. wow. And his brother and him used to spar. Mm. Ah. So it's all that training. And part of it. So it's not one or the other. It was 
obviously fighting Muhammad Ali is terrible for your brain. Yes. Right? Obviously, all those other great, great fighters he fought but those were probably terrible, terrible for his brain. But the those sparring, sparring sessions cannot be denied. Yeah. Dude, there's, you know who uh, James Tony is. Fuck yeah. Of course, you know. I mean, Fuck yeah. If James Tony is an amazing boxer, and he also played um, Walt, no, no, who? He played Frazier. Not for Walt Frazier, but Joe, Joe Frazier, Frazier in the Ali movie. The one with, 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 Will, with Smith. Will Smith. Oh, shit. Yeah, remember? Anyway, so... I never watched that movie, to be honest. I, watched, I keep telling you to watch movies and I, you don't fucking watch them. But did you see everything everywhere all at once? No, I haven't because I haven't gone to the movies yet. I'm waiting for it. Have you spoken to Ari it about it? streaming. Yeah, yeah. He loved okay. it. He loved it. We had like a long... What are you going to see first, that or Top Gun? <laughs> Bro, you got to see Top Gun. That. I'm going to see that. Top Gun, I've got to be high, so I'm going to be no, home. Top Gun? You can't watch Top Gun sober. Yes, you can. Not and me. Why not? <laughs> not me. I need to be intoxicated. What's the, what's so the you can admit how hot Tom Cruise is without That's feeling it. weird about yeah. it? No, no, I'm, I'm cool with that part. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to take a break for a second because i got to tell you all about Athletic Greens. It's very simple. Get your greens in your body. Get more than you actually need every single day. Use some Athletic Greens. It's a little bit of powder. You can't dump that in some water and slurp it down. Get everything your body needs and more for the day immediately first thing in the morning. It's literally that simple. I use it every day. I started taking AG1 because with one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all the things, okay? I'm telling you, I care about this shit. I care about being healthy, man. This life is good, and I want to keep living it. And the best way to do it is make sure that you consume the things that are good for your body because you need your body to have a good life, my friends. AG is looking after you, making you have that great body that you need. It's lifestyle-friendly. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, some of the other ones, it's there for you. Works for all of them, okay? You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Think about that. You have... Shit. Uh, think about that. That's worth it, is it not? Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash flagrant. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash flagrant to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Now let's get back to the show. Yo, who's the hottest guy? That's a good question. Probably Thor, right? Dude, Thor Chris fucking <laughs> Don't do dog. that. Don't. Right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys agree, right? Yeah, yeah, Jason Momoa. This is between Jason Momoa and Thor. Did you ever watch his workouts? No, like, but... People yeah. go, he's taking steroids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he's obviously, yeah. yeah. For sure, USADA's not knocking on Chris Hemsworth's door, but you don't get that big without immense amounts of hard work. Yeah. There's no way. You Look just don't. That. People Look think he always just take on steroids. Bro, relax. Can you get those girls <laughs> off the screen? And can yeah. we get back to that hot guy, Mark? Yeah, thank you, a lot, bro. dude. My bad, dude. Come on. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's he's you got to use an ad blocker, bro. <laughs> Son, Al is trying so hard to participate. It's but so funny. Isn't, he, isn't he good looking? Out? Hey, Al. Al, isn't he good looking? Nah, he's kind of hot. Who's, who's your number one guy, Al? Who is it? <laughs> who is it? Stop. I'm, I'm actually, you know what? How long we've been doing this podcast? I know. 
LOL's number one guy. Okay, go. It's the the guy from This Is Us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I told you. <laughs> a drama? No, yeah, it's, nah, it's you know, obviously in a white guy's. Oh, obviously. it's the white guy from This Is Us? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Justin Hartley. Justin Hartley. <laughs> he's no he Thor, bro. He's dying Thor, bro. Is he a brunette? Is he a brunette? No, because. That's like the ultimate insult. You know Thor, bro. What? You're no Thor. Yeah. I mean, who is? No, That's your that number guy. one guy. Bro, hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> That's your number one guy of any that's dude the in the fucking planet. The show. That's the guy who. No, that's Jason. This is the guy. <laughs> Piers Morgan is funny. Uh, yeah. bro. Now Thor got it. Uh, now, now it's okay, right? He's like, oh yeah, he's. He's not number one. <laughs> Pale face. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm picking all the same guy. Like, I want who's, who's, who's your number one, Aka? Uh, Idris Elba. Really. That's a everything. Watch Luther tell me you don't fall in love with it yourself. Yeah, right. He likes like, personality. He's fucking weird. What's the character in the show? He's so charming. Yo, he saves the day. It's not personality. He just has a confidence about him. <laughs> 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 it's even gay. It's even gay. He's so witty. No, no, no. Confidence. It's gone. That's all it is. Yeah, Joe's just about body, dude. What a, Yo, up, Joe, bro. you're so <laughs> Like a guy's personality a little bit. You know I get it. it. You're right. <laughs> now, I'm learning. It's just a little old for me. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. It's Chris. Who's See, your, so that's the difference between you. One? See, you're, you're assuming you would be the top. He's assuming he would be the bottom. <laughs> that's what that that's, was. That's, that's a great point. That is that's exactly 100% what, that is. what it is. He's like, yo, this is my man. And, and you're like, too old. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. You think you think you think you've been the top out of four? You think? No, that's a good ass point. That's exactly what. What is this point? You think you're gonna top out Thor? You think you're not Thor's no. bottom? No, I don't think that. But I don't think about <laughs> Thor in that way. I don't think about Thor in that way. You're the one who's submitting this. I think you do, Joe. Yeah. How dare you? I think we both think about it. How dare you? Listen, I'm offended. But you couldn't top out Thor, bro. Nah. What do you mean? He's blonde. He wouldn't want to. So. <laughs> like, you know, blonde, hey, go for it. Why would you want to? No, no, no. I got to talk about Thor. He's got a throat going. So he <laughs> yeah. You don't want to flip him over. I got to be able to see this thing. I'm going to land back. He's to be missionary. Yeah, look at me, Thor. Stop fucking around, bro. Oh my God! It's Prime Month. We out here. I respect that. Yeah. Mark, you, Mark, you haven't said anything. Catholicism have anything to do with it? The most beautiful man is Jesus Catholicism. Christ. Yo, real talk all of our though. Lord and Savior, dude. No, Jesus got Yo, it. Yo, all y'all gay. Fire stories. Or, or Malibu from American Gladiator, bro. What? Oh yeah, Mark got ombre in his hair one time. Because of Malibu. Yeah. <laughs> one time. Malibu. <laughs> Does he keep doing it? It was once. It was once. It was once. But yeah, bro, Malibu's my number one. Yeah, you Malibu kind of got it, bro. Come on, oh, dude. No, Have you bro. ever been to a furry convention? Oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> We're talking about weird things. What? We're talking about... Oh, what? <laughs> For real. Yo. We're talking about who you're attracted to, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you know what those people do? Yes, yes, I do. He's too high to have a conversation. It's perfect. It's perfect. 
like it all the time. There was a UFC once? <laughs> no. And it was in a Pittsburgh. A UFC furry convention? No, no, no. Bro. Bro. What the fuck are you doing? I'm trying to tell no. your story. I thought, I thought it was both. I was there like, was a UFC once yeah. in Pittsburgh. And the day we flew into yeah, town dude. was the same day as a furry convention. Okay. So we land at the airport. Yeah. We get the rental car. We're driving to the hotel. And yeah. along the way, we're like, what the fuck is going yeah. on? <laughs> so like, what do you do? You, like, hop out and suck their dicks? Or what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Jesus, bro. They're animals. Marijuana is not good for everybody, yeah, that, ladies right. and gentlemen. Yeah, if lesson. we've learned... Anything today. It's don't give in to peer pressure. Imagine he ain't me. When some drug addict offers you their daily drug of choice and you never smoke weed, don't listen to them. Bro. He's much more high than me. I'm not high, but I got a piss. (laughs) Well, you should probably go ahead and do that. Hold on. So the furry convention, go. You guys pull up. So Who is it? It's you? Who? I don't remember who was with me at the time. Um, It was... uh, Probably some of the folks that worked at the UFC were probably, I don't remember, but I remember that as we were on our way to the hotel, we were like, why is everyone dressed like a mascot? Yeah, yeah, Mm. yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, what is going on? And we're passing by, like, what the fuck is happening here? And then somebody figured out that it was a furry convention. And by the time we got to the hotel, we we became friends with the guy who worked at the front desk. And he goes, "Uh, dude. I'm so glad normal people are staying here, too. <laughs> I go, what do you mean? He goes, most of the hotel is furries. I go, what? I go, well, what's the big deal? He goes, dude, they want a litter box. No. They no. asked for a litter Fuck. box to put in the front courtyard. I go, that what? disgusting. They literally asked, they requested a litter box. They were eating all of their food off of bowls. Bro. I'm like, are you no. fucking serious? He goes, no, dude, it's, it's like, crazy. there's different, he goes, there's not... <laughs> He goes, I'm not saying everybody's doing it. He goes, there's different levels. I'm just saying we all use bowls. It's not the craziest thing. Litter boxes water. Some of these people are like Asians doing party drugs and fucking each other while they're wearing their costumes. And they never take the costumes off. I love that. Burn them I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's not, you think that's that crazy? I don't think it's that crazy. I just don't like the... No, the like, litter box is fucking but insane. They, yeah, they got to have it's those insane. Pixar bodies, though. The Pixar animals are fire. That's my point. <laughs> right? The yeah. Pixar animals got the dumb yeah, dumpsters. <laughs> But I don't like that they're cartoon animals. Like I like animals. If you're gonna dress up like one, be a, like an actual yeah, realistic yeah, 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 yeah. Like the one that scared you as a child. What the fuck is he doing, bro? Be a full blown bear. Yo, Mark, what type of bears you really like? Rainbow shirt. Bro, we got you in a Pink Floyd shirt. Isn't that crazy? Do you like Pink Floyd? Oh fuck yeah. Yeah, he loves them. The gays own the rainbow. We all know this. Yeah. Really? Yes. Yes. Wait, pink I don't, Floyd? I don't like that he pointed gay. at me when he no, said gay. But the rainbow. <laughs> no. He pointed at me. He was like, the, the gay Oh, yeah, rainbows the are theirs That's now. That's theirs. They Gotta got that, bro. They got that. Damn, man. How do we get back the rainbow? <laughs> we, we, have to share we have to share it. it. They can keep it. I bet if Crim's... Ha- Crim's- <laughs> <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> That's his brother. I'm <laughs> fire one, too. Damn, Merry Crim. <laughs> Merry Crim, everybody. <laughs> back it up, Terry. Oh That's God. what my brain tells me every single time I say it. Greatest video ever. Do you know about Terry? You know about Back It Up Terry? Back It Up Terry? You haven't seen Back It Up Terry? I might have. It's You've great, definitely it's seen Back video. It Up Terry. Mark, what is it? Mark, please get Back It Up Terry. Let me pull it up. What was like, what was this, like, is, this is this, Back It Up Terry. Okay, hold why on. Why am I scared? You've, You've never, never seen no, this? this? is actually really fun. Bro, Put that volume up. Bro, this shit is unreal. Okay, Without so, volume, we, volume, we're fucked. All right, so this dude, Terry's in a wheelchair. It's a, it's a motorized wheelchair. He's lighting a firework with his family on 4th of July. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, okay. 
Hold your hands, you go. Two cars coming, they're being safe. <laughs> two cars coming, two different ways. <laughs> bang up, bang up, bang up, Terry. Put it in reverse, Terry. Oh, Lord, Lord, Jesus. What you got for us? Do you want to see a dude get his hand blown off by a fire? <laughs> 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 That's way less fun. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. And then shut your beer. You want to see a guy get his subway suit taken out of his head, bro? That's what I'm saying. I like the way you think. Yo, back it up, dude. What do we got? Tell tell Mark that's trying to find this video. Oh, here it is. I found it. Watch this. Go full screen. This is so. What is it? You're gonna see. So these these guys are drinking apparently. Jason Paul video. And one guy has a firework in his hand. This is Oh gosh. Watch this. So uh, the drink firework goes off. Can't oh, even realize fuck. that shit happened. He's so oh, drunk. And now, no, no, no. Now this shit is honest. Oh, the so guy bad. who just had the firework go off in his hand stands up, and he's holding up his hand. Oh. Yeah. And now just, watch this. Watch this. It's <laughs> like yeah. white boy shit. Drinks I'm his beer. You, Yo. I mean, I don't know what happened to his hand, but that should never happen to your hand. Oh. That's crazy. It's a claw. Okay. Bro. Ugh. Why That's are you so saying. high, dude? This is embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine. I'm not, You're not I, high at all? I don't think so. I, mean, I don't think he's in it. Al's high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just bad. Mark, you're not high at all? You guys are such rookies. He smokes. You guys are such rookies. You get high and you go, are you high? I'm high. <laughs> What about I you? I feel so high. Joe. This, this is, is the literally problem. his Joey first Diaz time. Joey Diaz used to get so mad at me when I first started getting high. Yeah. He goes, Joe Rogan, I'm tired of hearing about this. I know you're fucking high. We're all high, <laughs> sucker. We're all high. <laughs> but rookies always want to talk about how high they are. Yeah, <laughs> that change in state. Just let it go. Yeah, yeah, all right. All right. Let it go. Let it go. Watch this dude's fingers get munched by a lion. Oh, my gosh. This, this is the dumbest fucking thing of all time. This one, I guess, I feel a little better about because he kind of asked for it. asking for it, bro. How many fingers did he lose? Nope. Spoiler alert. How many? Oh, fuck me, know. dude. So he's fucking oh, with this lion. fuck me, bro. And then... That's hilarious. <laughs> Jesus, don't make me watch this again and again and again. Ah, yeah. fuck, 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 yeah, fuck, 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 fuck. He does deserve it, though, fully. Uh, fully dude, deserves it's, it's a thing like you're not gonna win yeah bro and the more you pull like, ah, oh boy ah, I saw a tendon stop stop yeah stop, that was stop, crazy stop. dude 
Uh, Mark is going to pull up more for sure. Did I tell oh, you yeah, about yeah. Uh, the mountain lion that I saw in Utah? No. Oh. Is that a lake? No, this was uh, in the woods. We were driving, luckily, because we were in a car. We were in a truck. And this dude I was with, my friend Colton, he stops the truck and goes, stop, stop. Look under that tree. And I go, oh, my God. You see a big cat. Big. With a head like a pumpkin. It's like 30 yards away. And I have binoculars on. So I'm looking at it through binoculars. I'm like, holy shit, man. It's like 180 pounds. Just this fucking cat just sitting there. <laughs> Big ass pumpkin head, wild eyes that are reflecting the headlights off of the truck. Oh, God. It's like, this is crazy. And then it darts behind that tree and it's off in the woods. Like, like gone, like nothing. Oh, God. I'm like, it, you just, when you see something like that that's that close to you physically, you, you're like, what? Well, this idea, I'm gonna stab it. I'm gonna go fucking, when it comes for me, I'm gonna, you ain't doing shit, bitch. You ain't doing nothing. You ain't doing nothing but dying. You're not doing nothing. It is humbling, right? You get around Fuck, a giant and we're like, I was in a car. I was in the car and I was terrified. Why do white people do this shit? I <laughs> had <laughs> <laughs> just that bored. <laughs> I was in a car. <laughs> you felt pretty safe, bro. Why felt, do we do it, Joe? I felt pretty you safe. Know, I've never seen any of these animals in my life because I enjoy yeah, but living. you enjoy Corey Anderson hunts. He hunts a lot. Corey from now on at Bellator used to be used to fight for the UFC. Where's that cigar lighter? You want the shrooms? No, the cigar here, lighter. Here. Oh, thank you. No, no. I don't get it. You don't get it. <laughs> you haven't done it. Now. But if you did it, you would get it. Like if you eat meat and you, you actually get a chance to go and get it yourself, it's a different experience. Oh, I, I remember talking to you about this. I was like, do you think we'll ever get the dopamine hit that people back in the day got from like bringing a fucking deer back to their tribe or some shit? Mm. We'll never get that level of satisfaction. Of like killing something and then bringing it back home. And then everybody gets to live. For sure. Oh. It's like if you, you catch a fish, right? You get excited. Why? Because a long time ago that meant your family would eat. Yeah. yeah. That's why it's exciting. Oh, I got a big one. Yeah, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Even if you're not going to keep it. Even <laughs> if you're going to like catch and release. Yeah. You're still excited if you get a big yeah, fish that's going to feed everybody. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm going to live today. I'm going to live. Yeah. So that's what the fishermen are tapping into, the guys who just release it. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Uh, and no one would out. deny that. No one would deny that. It taps into like ancient genetic memories we have of catching fish to feed our village. Yeah. We have know. a we have a buddy. That <laughs> <laughs> I've been fishing before. That's just boring until you finally catch a fish. Right, but when you get so one, how exciting is this? Is like, hey, we're finally well, doing something. <laughs> you, well, you might not be into it. I'm, I'm not saying that the, you're into it so much so that the boring parts, like fishing, is boring as fuck until it's not. Mm. Yeah, that's what fishing is. So if you don't like the boring parts enough to get to the where it's not boring. It's no big deal. But the, the experience you get when it's not boring is undeniable. Everybody, when you catch a big fish, oh, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. And you see oh, yeah, it coming. No, it's Fuck, genetic, yeah. man. It's like in our system. That, that's going to feed us. That's why we, we it's a, like a weird primal jolt of excitement. Mm. And it's, it's built in memory because you had to have that because it would reward you for providing for your family. Do people get that same thing out of uh, cooking? <clears throat> I bet. 
Yeah. Right? Like, this is a satisfaction you get from cooking. I can't imagine it's anywhere near the same. Yeah. No, not the same, no, but no, I guess no, like no, I'm no, trying to understand like why there is this love of cooking. And it has to be baked into our DNA a little bit because you're providing a meal for these people that you love. Yeah, it's not like you, it, it's probably more similar than you would think. Because I think like when uh, someone decides to cook for a group of people yeah. and they all sit down and really love it, I bet they get an excitement yeah. that's very similar to like when a successful hunter knows he's going to feed his family. Yeah. There's like a thing like you provided, like you gave you gave a bunch of people a good feeling. Mm -hmm. That's, that's really what it's all about. Yes. It probably what a dork, dude. I mean, I mean, <laughs> what a real. fucking dork. No, I think about that no, for real. Right. Like, I think it taps into like satisfying the the tribe, if you will. Yeah. Right, like yeah, you're, just, you're rewarded for it with a dopamine rush. Yeah, we're, we're all little dopamine junkies. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what you're doing when you're trying to kill, you're trying to get smash, smash. <laughs> you just want to get big laughs. Wait, does that does that feel like when you shoot the the elk or whatever with the bow and arrow? Like that's what no, no, that's very. very on does, does it feel like stand up? No, I'm no, <laughs> no, no, no. But but the thing, the thing, this is what's similar about them. Yeah, how do you, how you, do you have to improv in that? Situation? No, no, you, don't, you really don't. <laughs> Well, you do have to improvise sometimes. You have to move around. Yeah, you got antlers. Yeah. yeah. But you, it's, it's different. <laughs> this is why. It's oh. Yeah, God, let him get off with that. <laughs> let him go. Oh, my God. This is my most fun bro, podcast dopamine, ever. Dopamine <laughs> bro, it's the dopamine This run, is my bro. most fun this podcast I've ever been a part of. Ever. Hey, hey, Bullwinkle. Never been hey, a part of. Hey, look at this Bullwinkle, oh, bullwinkle bro. Good, yeah, yeah, yeah Bullwinkle's a good one, right? Hey, there, Moose. Hey, Moose, where are you from? Don't talk to Moose, by the way. What? Because they're the one animal that will kill you in the deer species. What? They'll chase you down and kill you. But how would they kill They're you? Deer? They'll stomp you to death. Moose will, they regularly stomp people to death. It's a normal thing. If you, most people avoid them at all costs, but if you fuck up and you're too close to a moose, they'll come for you. They're different. They're different than any other wild animal because they deal with wolves. So they're like real good at stomping. <laughs> real good at just stomping the fucking shit out of things. That's what they have to do. If you want to stay alive, if you're a moose, you gotta stomp the fucking shit out of everything near you. So, if you're talking shit to a moose in a parking lot in Anchorage, Alaska, if you're talking shit to a moose in a parking lot in Anchorage, Alaska, you might get stomped to death. Yeah. That's real. That, that's that not Will Smith, bro. That's not a little slap. That's a stomp. They that's stomp a real yeah. Yeah. They're 1,800 pounds when they're the giant bulls. Yeah. The, I might have made that up. I'm just saying correct. Check that number, bro. Wait, I like so, your number best. No facts. Worse. No facts. Um, bro, you ever seen that fight? Fat James Elk. Hey, <laughs> so, so, remember we were talking about elk fighting and how crazy yes. it is? Yeah. Right. Moose fighting is next level. Why? Can like, we pull it elk, out? Elk Can is it? the welterweight division. Moose are heavyweight. Oh, oh, wow. Moose are double the elk. Double. Oh, double. double the size of an elk. Up to 1,400 pounds. Have you ever eaten a moose? feet tall. Huge! They're fucking gigantic. Yeah, I've eaten the moose. So what's more dangerous for humans? Moose, moose or hundred percent. Or bears? Bear. Bears for bears, sure. Bears. But you, you could avoid the moose. Human. You could avoid the moose if you're really smart and you don't frighten them and you don't get between them and their calves. Mm. You're fine. They don't want to fuck with you. They're worried about you as a threat. Bears are worried about you as a threat too if they have cubs, but they also might be predatory. Mm. 
a bear could be very hungry, especially like older bears. Like that guy, Grizzly Man. You ever watch that documentary? Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was crazy. Bro. What? Bro. You never watched Grizzly Man? No, what's Grizzly Man? It's what? the craziest documentary ever. But look at the size of these motherfuckers. Mm. Look at the size of these fuckers. These are like 1,500 pounds or 1,400 pounds. They're like mine. Enormous animals. Yeah. With huge, like, saloon doors growing out of the size <laughs> of their fucking heads. Yeah, look crazy. at the size of them. They're immense. And for them to survive, like, they have to be able to fend off predators. So if you just get too close to them, they'll just fuck you up. Because they might, they don't know what you are. They've never seen a person. They probably think you're a wolf. Yeah. You know, if you get, like, next to a mother, a mother um, bull, uh, if there's a bull elk, he might go after you if you, like, interrupt him. Mm. Or if you get too close where he feels threatened by you. But uh, the the cows will stomp you if they have children. Mm. I have a friend who uh, lives up there, and my friend Mike, shout out to Mike, he uh, was on his horse, and he was running from a cow moose. She was chasing him, and the horse was running full throttle oh, and God. barely getting away from this cow that had decided to chase after him because they had gotten too close to her calves. Whoa. That's, that's real world. That's not Twitter. Okay. <laughs> are you fucking people that are putting your pronouns in your Twitter bio? Look at that. That's yeah. real world. Yeah. Yeah. We need to go hunting, boys. You know, I, I want to go on a hunt. I don't know if you got it, bro. So that I don't know if I need to kill something. I'll be honest. I don't know if I need to kill. You don't. You definitely don't. need I want to be around. So it. what would you do if you were on a hunt? Like scout. What, what do you think his role could be? I'm a scout. No, if you're you gonna go on a hunt, I'll be. A, I'll carry. I'll carry your weaponry. The, if you're gonna go on a hunt, <laughs> you you're a squire. I would carry your weaponry. This is how you should do it if you really wanted to do it. Okay. If you wanted to go on a hunt, you should go hunt something that's like ethical. Where you really, there's really an, there's an imperative. Like they have to remove them, like wild pigs. Mm. That's a great example. It's a great thing to hunt. Got because you. they literally have to, they, it's a terrible, the word cull is terrible. They're killing them because there's millions of them. They're right. destroying agriculture. Texas has a fucking giant number of wild pigs. So yeah, I can tell you that. You, you, <laughs> <laughs> don't go there. I'm a Texan joke. He can say that. So, Those yes. are our words. You can, you can make it. So if you wanted to do a hunt where you would get meat out of it, you get the full experience, and it's really doing good, that's the best hunt. It's pigs. Wild pigs. But I don't want to do that helicopter one. I think that's a little easy. No, 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 no. You want to do one, like, on the ground. Yeah. Yeah, you want to do, like, a real pig hunt. And it's not that difficult. These guys are shooting them at night. Yeah, that's a lot of people do that. They do it with uh, thermal scopes. That's mm -hmm. pussy. Yeah, I want to be during the day. I want to. There's two things going on at the same time. There's like, you, uh, how close do you want to get to a fair fight? Mm -hmm. Which is ridiculous. <laughs> you don't want to get close at all, so don't call anybody a pussy. <laughs> two, two, don't you got to eradicate them. You got to eradicate them. You got to eradicate them. And what's the most efficient way possible? Is there an animal Plants that doesn't or vegetables? that attacks humans other than I'm scared and I think he's a threat? Yeah, yeah. If if they Shucks. think that they can eat you. A lot of animals, if they think they can eat you. A woman in Canada got killed by coyotes. She was 19. She was like this promising folk singer. Mm. And she was like hiking in, in the woods and she got killed by coyotes. Just, see, that's the thing about being white is you just got to do these fucking hikes. Look at him assuming this girl was white. <laughs> wow. wow. She's a folk singer. Am I wrong? Wow. Am I wrong? Oh, doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a Canadian folk singer? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking 
Canadian folk singer on a hike? Mm. Come on, I do man. Yeah, that's, John a good shit, that's a good one. You're well, absolutely correct, sir. I'll be right back. I got to pee. Please. Get in there, buddy. Get in there, fellas. You guys continue. You no, guys okay. continue. I've been waiting for the seat. Ah, come on. Yeah. It's been yeah. too long. This is Joe Rogan's flagrant right now. This is what it is. Yeah. Welcome to the show, baby. Keep rolling, bitch. Yeah. Come on, bro. Joe, the director has spoken. Yeah, dude. How is the, the marijuana treating you right now? I, hey, I just decided to let it be, and I feel fine. I don't think you did. I don't enough. know if I should smoke more. Or <laughs> I think more. Here's the thing: I'm not. I don't want to be concerned about it, but I feel like this is the only time I'm gonna get high in a long time. Never yeah. been high. Good. I should get high, but I also don't want to get fucking stupid baked, where I'm useless on the podcast. Right. Uh, as funny as it would be to no, see me fall asleep. No, you the threshold, and yeah, at least you know the cap. Now you can just next time just take Look a at little this. baby dose. Drug advice. Yeah, right. I don't <laughs> want to do it a bunch. Maybe not. Maybe this never is, do it again. I'm look. I'm, You're the, head of, I'm the head dog. of HR. I feel like I should smoke so. weed with you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm honored. Have you been so high on a pod that you couldn't function? What is couldn't function? <laughs> I could function poorly. That's you a good point. Yeah, okay, that's a better, that's <laughs> a better question. <clears throat> What's that? I could function poorly. I'm perhaps. not high enough. Don't no, saying I'm not high enough. Oh, get a little bit more high. Now, he's fine. What are you doing? To- we got instigating all the time. I'll piece it and I'll give you the trying to make content. Those goddamn content creators. What a bunch of losers, huh? Fucking YouTube stars. Come on, who does that? Who does such a thing? Would you make your own show? Great. Once I watch your fucking show, just you made it. Well, your rules. You can't follow everybody's rules. Isn't that amazing that that's like the best thing you can do right now? Is this? Yeah. Like the best thing we could all do is this. Yeah. That's the best thing. That's why yeah. we're indebted to you, yo. This is you. I'm, listen, man. It's not, no one's indebted to anybody. We're all indebted to each other. If there was only one person doing it, it wouldn't That's, be any fun. I can't think of a single thing you might possibly owe me. <laughs> I don't think we're all <laughs> we, indebted to it's each not other. An, oh, man. I, no one owes anybody anything. You're, we're all benefiting. Like We all benefit from being a, a part of a group of fun, interesting people. Oh. We all benefit. Mm. And it, it doesn't... like. You know, you can make tallies and decide, like, who benefits this and who benefits that. But it's, it doesn't matter. It, what, what matters is the only way any of this shit is fun is if, is if there's many people doing it. Yeah. The only way it's fun is if you have all your friends having a great time doing the exact same thing. Like, everybody's trying to do the thing. Everybody's doing their own version of the thing. I but don't, they're all doing it. I don't think you realize that is a completely different paradigm. That's like a complete, that's not what we grew up in at all. And I do think you are at the forefront of that. You don't have to put yourself there, but you are. We can all eat. This is for everybody. That's brand new. Well, you have to recognize where weakness is in you. Like where, what, what bothers you about you? You know, and what, one of the things that bothers, what used to bother me about me is that I would get weirded out by other people who are better than me at stuff Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I would not like them. Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, why do I not like them? Because yeah. they're better than me at something. Yeah. Like, what is that fucking weird weakness? Yeah. And I realized it was like a fear that there was like a finite amount of success that existed. Yes. And then you could only you could only have a certain amount for yourself. And if you were around other people that were doing well, it would somehow or another take something away from you. Yeah. It's I weird. To, I used to hate complimenting other people. And I think I was just so scared to show any vulnerability that I wouldn't do it. Yeah. And now I'm like, yo, if I like anything you do, you deserve all the praise. Yeah. I never want to hold that back. I'm just making this person feel not as good as he could. Yeah. I learned how to do that from a guy who is a pool hustler. Hmm. 
I was really good friends with a dude when I lived in uh, White Plains. While I always used to play pool in White Plains. I lived in New Rochelle, yeah. New York. And I met this dude. His name was Johnny. And he was like this mathematical genius who was also homeless, who was a pool hustler. Whoa. And when I met him, he tried to hustle me in a game of pool. I was terrible at pool. I'm like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Because I could tell he was full of shit, but <laughs> yeah. he was funny. Right. And uh, I saw him there a bunch of times. We became friends. But he was like the first guy that I ever met that would tell you what he liked about the, th- the stuff that you did. Mm. Like he would come with me to comedy shows and he'd be like, dude, that thing that you're doing. And he would like go into this like explanation. I loved it. Right. And he would ex- like, like give you, like I know your, your generation likes to call it give you flowers. Yeah. <laughs> he would give you, he would give you love. <laughs> he would give you love that like, I was like, oh, nobody does this. Yeah. Everybody like kind of like never compliments their friends. Yeah, And then I'm like, oh, this doesn't hurt you to do that. I'm like, it doesn't change anything. But that's what I'm saying is that's how different that thought is of what you're doing is back in the day, you were a legitimate hustler if you made people feel good about themselves. You're right. a con artist. And no, now it's like, no, it's just what we should do. Yeah, he, well, he was a con artist, but not like in the sense that he like it, it was almost like a half of a joke. Because he was a like a world class professional pool player, like he was just crazy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he had all sorts of like I, he was always trying to convince me to drive him to Harlem so that he could <laughs> score. It was wild. It was a wild friendship because I was a young boy at the time, and uh, I was pretty fucking straight laced mm-hmm. because most of my time, like all through high school and into the time I was like twenty one, I was doing martial arts tournaments. So I mm-hmm. didn't drink hardly ever. Right. I mostly didn't do anything. I was pretty like on the grind. Yeah. Then I met this dude who smoked crack. Yeah. <laughs> he did all kinds of drugs. And he was gambling. He'd stay up and sleep. I would meet him in 24-hour pool halls. Like I would have like an audition in Manhattan in the morning. And I'd go, uh, hey man, I go, I got an audition in the morning. Are you gonna be at Chelsea? And I'd meet him at Chelsea Billiards where he was sleeping. Mm. Chelsea Billiards was a 24-hour pool hall. And dudes would sleep under the tables. They would just go to sleep. They didn't have a place to live. Mm. They just stayed at Chelsea. They 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 gave themselves pro- like whore washes in the bathroom. Yeah. You know, with like fucking paper towels. Whore washes. And uh, but that was the first dude that I ever met that like he would talk about, like even people he didn't like. He would have like, like, this guy's a fucking asshole. He goes, but watch how he does this. Ah, cool. Fired. Yeah, dude. it was amazing. Like he would, he would tell me what they did wrong and he'd be like, explain, it's all fucking ego. It's all their old bullshit. Like hmm. they, they get scared when they think they might win. Ooh. Hmm. Like he had this like mindset of understanding psychology, but he could look at a guy that he fucking genuinely hated and tell you, dude, he does that really well. That's a beautiful thing, dude. He, he was an honest guy. You know, he was a, a wild, crazy dude, but he was an honest guy. And he was honest about it all the time. So it's like, I just sort of adopted that. Yeah. So at the time, I guess I was like 23 or some shit like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, young. When I met this dude. Yeah, maybe 24. Somewhere in, somewhere in that range. And, uh, and we started hanging out together. And I was like, what a fucking interesting... Like, the guy could play piano. He could do math in his head. Like, you could have a calculator. And you go 500 divided by 6 minus 7 plus 11. You go 265, whatever. So wow. Obviously, that's not what the real number is. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that. We're not but he would We're literally be able to do it like that. And we would do it with calculators. Yeah. It was like a trick that we would do wow. at the pool hall where people would like let him, they would gamble with it. He would yeah. tell people he could do that. He would gamble with it. Wow. Hmm. Wow. And they would like do calculations and he could keep up with the fucking calculator. He could play piano. Again with the mic, bro! <laughs> 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 I'm 
took a horror bath. Yeah, yeah, it accidentally. Uh... <laughs> <clears throat> you ever you ever play pool with a guy named Nick Shulman? Nick Shulman. I went, to, I went to school with a kid, and when we were in like, is he a professional? Well, he became a hustler. Uh, this is when Amsterdam was like way uptown. Yeah, I played yeah. there. And there was another one on the east side called York or something. I don't know. There was What's another one, one on like Chelsea Square. was the big one. I remember, I remember No, right here. Remember that? There was Square, Chelsea. Right? It was a great place. Then there's two floors. Yeah. yeah. But what was the one on 86 between like second and third or something? Anyway, this kid in high school, he would just like, he would stop going to high school. I went to middle school with him. He stopped going to high school and just became a hustler. Bro. I don't know how these guys make money. That's the thing. You don't make much. But the thing is, the camaraderie of the pool hall is so fun. When I was a young man and I first started hanging out in pool halls, because I really didn't play until, really didn't actually play pool until I was 21. And uh, I just had this girl that I dated, and she was older than me, and she was really competitive. (laughs) And she wanted to play pool because she thought she was good at pool. She'd always try to beat me at pool. I got you. Thank you. And... and I decided that uh, I wanted to get good at pool because I didn't want to get beat by this girl. Yeah. So I practiced a little bit. And I still sucked. <laughs> but uh, I had this weird bug where I was trying to get good at it. And then when I moved to New York, I fucked my knee up. I uh, tore my ACL. Fighting? How? No, no, just training. I was just hitting the bag at the time. I just, something twisted weird. It was weird, real strange. It might have been hurt already. Um, but anyway, it blew out. And... Um, uh, I couldn't do anything physical, like it's like anything like with my legs for like, it was like six months at least. It was mm. crazy. I had to have a knee brace and shit. Mm. And so I started playing pool with my friend John and we were hanging around these pool halls and I was like, oh, this is like a weird thing that these people are doing. Mm. Like they're all figuring out how to control their emotions. Like this isn't as simple as a game. Mm-hmm. This is like all these people get together and they all puzzle on how to control their emotions under extreme pressure. And they're all trying to gamble more and more yeah. money to make the stakes higher and higher. Mm. But it's all about who can control their emotions and who can keep that arm straight under extreme pressure. All right, guys, we're going to take a break for a second uh, because some of y'all need to get a new bong to smoke out of, smoking out of these whack-ass bongs. That's why your throat hurting like crazy because you don't got the glycerin chambers. Keep them nice and frozen so the smoke comes out icy. Goes down smooth, comes out smooth, okay? Not hacking, coughing away like you usually do with your whack-ass bong. You need a freeze pipe, simple as that. I don't know what to tell you, buddy. The biggest clouds, the coldest smoke, the smoothest experience, that's freeze pipe. Okay, if you enjoy smoking cannabis or CBD, but you hate that throat and lung burning, then you got to check out today's sponsor, Freeze Pipe. This thing right here. Simple as that. The secret is freezable glycerin chambers. This thing, frozen, okay? Pipes, bubblers, bongs, all got it. Every single piece. Pop one of these chambers into the freezer for one hour, and as smoke passes through the icy chamber, it's instantly cooled for a dramatically smooth and chilly toe. You'll notice larger clouds, but surprisingly won't feel any throat burn or coughing attacks. I'm telling you, this is the only way to do it. That's why we fuck with shit, man. Not on the pod today. <laughs> so, for the smoothest glass piece at every great price, go to freezepipe.com. 
Go to thefreezepipe.com and use the code flagrant for 15% off your order. That's thefreezepipe.com and use the code flagrant. You get 15% off your order. Shop today. Your throat and lungs will thank you. Let's get back to the show. Yo, guys, also, the Big Daisy Energy Tour, the one we never got to finish because the pandemic is back. I said, we're going on a tour. We're hitting a lot of big cities. We're selling the fuck out. What do we do? This is what we do. We sell this shit out the way we're going to do if the pandemic didn't stop us. So go to akashsingh.com for tickets. We are going to be everywhere. We sold out Austin. We're heading to Zanies this weekend in Chicago and Rosemont. Dallas and Fort Worth hyenas at the end of June. Cobb's Comedy Club in San Fran. We're doing Vancouver, Orlando. We're doing the Palisades. Guys, we are going everywhere. Go to akashsingh.com for all those dates and plenty more. This shit's going to be crazy. Let's get back to the show. Is Elon compromised? What does that even mean? <laughs> well, I don't like want to say compromised. Like, <laughs> yeah. no, wait, wait, he wait, might wait, be compromised wait. by the aliens. Yeah, 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 because he was a little easy to dismiss aliens. He goes, oh, they're real. They're very subtle. <laughs> yeah, he That's didn't want to go into it at all. Well, I didn't like his pyramid stuff either. One of the reasons why maybe, just like from a pragmatic perspective, guy does one podcast with me. I get him to smoke weed. His stock drops. You know, NASA's mad at him. Same thing Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> and then he bounces back, and everything's fine. Uh, so next time we're on the podcast, probably better to dismiss aliens. Or something. Yeah. Nonsense, <laughs> Elon. Nonsense, Elon. I don't know. I don't think he has time to think about aliens. Dude runs five fucking companies. Yeah. For him, it'd probably be really convenient if aliens just stay the fuck out of his way. Yeah. He's got shit to do down <laughs> here. Yeah. Like, if they land, it's going to ruin everything. Like, if the aliens land, you know what kind of chaos it would be? You yeah. think it's bad right now with the Republicans versus the Democrats? Like, what happens when the aliens land? You think it's bad or you think we all link up? That's the only time we'll that's link up. That's what we need. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's and every what? movie. Have you not Eaten seen together, <laughs> holding hands? <laughs> yeah. Like, there's what a whole are we going to do? They We're come here from other fun. galaxies, bro. Yeah, but are they bringing their good shit? Yeah, the whole thing. Are they bringing their good shit? I don't know. Like, are they bringing their good fighting stuff or are they just exploring? Like, when we sell, uh, send astronauts out to space, we don't send them with any of our good shit. Do you know what an eater robot is? They don't is? got guns or nothing? What is that? An eater robot is a robot that runs on biological material. Oh, don't make that. They Those are the ones you No, fuck. they've already made it. It's a robot Wait, that's powered by biological Probably. material. So... I'm I'm just saying worst case scenario. Okay. This is a robot that eats bodies on a battlefield. Oh god. To stay to stay alive. And that's how it powers itself. That's now what you, you can think. say you can say no, we don't mean biological material in that way. We need mean plant matter and mm. you know dead rodents and what have you. <laughs> but there's a real fucking robot that they designed that eats biological material. I mean, who has it? The U.S. has it? It has fuel. It's called the E-A-T-R. Google it. E-A-T-R <laughs> robot. All right, now we go. Yeah. When do you what do you think they will <laughs> this thing, man? There's a fucking robot that eat, it could eat bodies. And, and it turns it into fuel. Do you think yes. aliens kill us? I mean, robots kill us? Oh, yeah, Akash is a big uh, robot cop. I don't think they Isn't would the, want to. Yeah. Here's the thing. Like, why would they want to? Why would they not That's want to? This is a cigar. Oh, nice. Um, well, it's not why would they oh, okay. not want to, because they would not act illogically. We would have to give them a reason to kill us hmm. if they wanted to kill us. Mm -hmm. Robots are not just going to kill us for no reason. Right. If we're not a threat anymore, what do they give a fuck? But don't we really make everything, real talk, everything worse for every or, other species? Oh, don't even say worse, just say less efficient. 
Like, it might be easier if we're out of here, right? Yeah, or just, like, if you're looking at the world and you're like, hey, there's what's the biggest problem that's hurting the world? It's humans. It's not This is so hilarious. Rhinoceros. We're so cynical. We're like, it's impossible for us to change. So uh, let's just assume <laughs> that we'll never stop shitting all over the world <laughs> and the robots are going to want to kill us. Mm. I do assume that. Yeah. Okay, here's a question. Do you think it's unfair to tell... Okay, I don't know how to word this. You know how we had our industrial revolution, right? My man. Right? That was like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What just happened? We had the I worst handshake ever. Hold on. But no, no, no. You know how we had our, like, time to fuck the environment up? Oh, now, wait. other he countries thought, thought, get you know, their time get to their fuck time. the environment. Oh, that's Well, logical. why can we tell them not to? Well, we have no moral high ground. That's what I'm saying. Like, we had our time in the sun. Now they have theirs. It's okay. Let them use it. I mean, I'm not aware of what the environmental regulations are all around the world, obviously. Uh, I've not studied that. But I I do know that it's a problem almost everywhere Mm. where people burn coal and where people, you know, like, coal burning is crazy. You ever see the, those documentaries on uh, people that live in there's a certain area of Indiana where mm. there's a bunch October of coal Sky. plants near What's them? What's it called? October Sky. That's Dude, what it was it's, about? Yeah. It's nasty. Like, you go by people's cars, you could just, like, swipe your hand on a windshield, mm. and you have this coal dust. Like, it's in the air. People are breathing it. Right. All kinds of people are having all kinds of respiratory diseases as I suck on this cigar. These fucking (laughs) They're poisoning people. Mm. These people are poisoning people. Yeah, for sure. And uh, they're doing it in the name of uh, making power. Like, a coal-fired power plant that does that, you should start it. You go, I have an experiment. Let's see what happens when we burn coal and make electricity. Okay, let's try it. Oh, it's super efficient. Seems to work really well, but it really fucks up the sky. Yeah, let's not do that. It should be like, let's not fuck up the sky. Yeah. But back then, they're like, let's fuck up the sky just in this spot. Yeah. Like, that's what fracking is. We'll fuck up the water right here. Come yeah. on. We won't touch the other water. A <laughs> couple of little fish. <laughs> trying to get gas and electric to these people. The indigenous communities need electricity. <laughs> just fracking that's on what they do, though. Indian land and letting them make bigger casinos. It's the craziest <laughs> shit. Any no no fucking predecessors of ours would have never guessed that we'd be hanging on this long. Really? Like this. With the the way we are like this, yeah. Wait, how much longer do you think we got? Not much time. Wait, really? Yeah, I think uh, unfortunately, the way things have unraveled over the last I'm couple of years, you, I've been telling I have you. zero faith that we're gonna keep this thing glued together for another ten years or twenty years. Stop. Robots, some cataclysmic it's, event. There's so oh, much I think every generation thinks that yeah. because you're living through it. You're like, oh, this shit can't get worse than it is right now. My parents never right. thought the world was gonna end in ten years. I'll tell you that right now. Tell that to the residents of Namasaki. <laughs> Where's Namasaki? Nagasaki? Nagasaki. That would have been way better if I got the name wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's high. Bro, I, I was thinking was of Mario. Shit. Mario Yamasaki. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I was thinking of I got my, no, I got my words stumbled. <laughs> I should have said Hiroshima, but I was trying to be crafty. <laughs> <laughs> I choked. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. In the under pressure live podcast. <laughs> Fuck. I just want to apologize to anybody I might have insulted during this podcast. <laughs> I've barely, barely been myself. <laughs> 
Yo, Namasaki. In a fog of chemicals since the moment we got here. Andrew Schultz insisted that we get intoxicated. This is not true. That is true. Yeah. This is a Joe Rogan you idea. You pressured this everybody is a Joe here. Rogan you pressured madness. Everybody. I do like madness. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, I, I tried to start it. a team with some steak talk. You know what I like? I like madness. <laughs> with food portion talk. I like madness food with nice people. Talk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, why did I think that was the best way to begin the podcast? It just came to me in a moment. I didn't think so, about that much. Every podcast is like a small little cult that walks on baby legs. <laughs> and then it's going to develop a little trot, uh, and then it gets going. Right now, we're going. Right now, we're going. We're at Homo sapiens. We're a fucking horse right now. We're a full yeah. horse. Fuck, dude. We're running. Oh, dude. Hey, can we talk about one crazy conspiracy? I got to pee doing? so bad. All right, go pee. Go pee. We got this. Okay, do you know where the pee room is? I'm going to piss right over there. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if you the plant, please, please do. do. Please do. Please do. If you pee on the plants, it would be absolutely. Yo, piss in the plants, Those are real. Those are nutrients. Please watch Those are real. Touch them. They're real. You think dumb would get fake plants? You're going to plants are going to go. By pissing your pants, all the shit I'm on. Yeah, water. Do it! 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 I don't know if you know about me, but I really don't respond to peer pressure. I'll be right back. I'm going to urinate like a fucking gentleman. Order pizza from all the places. Oh my god, I'm a new man. It's not gonna get here. We're getting pizza from all the places. Okay, we're getting pizza. Duff, we're getting pizza roll and get some fucking pepperoni and shit and get mix it up. If Joe Rogan wants pizza, we're getting pizza, bro. Simple as that. I did not ask for pizza, just like I did not ask for this to be a drunken, intoxicated extravaganza. This is a lot of my idea. I said I would play along with it. This is your suggestion. He demanded it. He suggested it. That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I need I need Yon Me Park's number before oh, you leave, dog. <laughs> <laughs> We sent each other so many emojis of the weightlifting guy. <laughs> the weight. So we get lady. it, dog. We get it. Fuck you explaining it to Alex looked lost. Alex no, hot. It was a squat emoji. He never done that. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> Listen, guys. Yo, don't light your fucking nose on fire, dog. <laughs> That's wild. Don't worry about it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got a couple of forehead hairs I didn't like. <laughs> Twinge them. That's what happens. You lose all your hair on the head, and you get them in the ear area. Mm. I get them in my ear. You get any ear hairs yet? I get one on this one right here. It's a sure sign of misfiring. <laughs> your DNA is reverting back to your monkey self. <laughs> growing fucking ear hair and shit. <laughs> <laughs> As you slowly fade away. Yeah. How long you think you got? Oh, How long you think you got, Jeff? How many years? Well, if Joe Biden gets reelected, I think I got about four. Wait, really? You think? I don't know, man. I'm kidding. Who do you think goes after Jeff? <laughs> do the comedy podcast? Why do you think that man's so serious? You guys are so serious. <laughs> <laughs> you know? He said, I got four years to live. You said Joe Biden wins. You're like, really? No, I, thought, I was like, you think he's going to win? Oprah? I listen. Can I be thoughtful on this movie? <laughs> can I be compassionate? Can I be empathetic? No, you cannot. No. That's what makes it unbelievable. Oh, okay. That's a good ass point. <laughs> no, you make a good ass point. Joe Biden, alpha brain, black label. Go get some. It's real. It's legit. It works. Yeah. I'm a living testament. I barely got out of high school. I have a phenomenal memory. 
No, your recall is crazy, bro. I'm going to take this shit, Alpha alpha Brain. (laughs) (laughs) Don't just take that because I said to. But there's a bunch of other stuff you should try. Joe, we've been promoting Alpha Brain on this podcast. Alpha Brain is great. No, no, no. There's other stuff that helps your brain. Akash wants to get chiseled. Neuro gum. Oh, you want to get big? Yeah, he wants to get big. Not even big. He wants to be like slim, like his body is felt. Like a swimmer? Joe, what's everything you take? Everything. Everything. That was well, sexual. Most of, nah, it, most of it is like the, the big results come from testosterone replacement. So there's that. And then there's peptides that increase your body's ability to grow uh, hormones like growth hormone and IGF-1. What there's uh, I to, mad there's uh, yeah there's BBC one five seven and there's another now thing what? Called, now what dummy GC <laughs> I think but it's I'm called Google it later. <laughs> you've googled BBC um, I'm, I'm gonna fucking these names up and then another one's called thymosin and what these things do is they uh, they help your body produce the hormones that it should have when you're younger and your body works better hmm. and if you do that and you regularly exercise that's the biggest thing. If there's ever one thing that someone can do to stop aging, it's lift weights. And don't stop. And don't do it for vanity. Do it because you want to keep your tissue. Like, think of it as, like, age is like a little demon that's slowly robbing you of your tissue. Your ability to walk upstairs, your ability to open up jars, your ability to open the car door when it's frozen. All that shit is real. And the only way to stave that off is weightlifting. Mm. You have to lift heavy things and you have to you don't want to do anything too heavy where you hurt yourself but you want to get your body accustomed to this idea that in order to survive it has to lift things and you need to give that body nutrients and i don't care if you like lift your own body your body's heavy you can do chin-ups and push-ups and body squats that's all great stuff you don't need to lift heavy weights in terms of your your own body is assuming at least 100 pounds. That's pretty fucking heavy. When I do kettlebells, I don't do anything heavier than 70 pounds for the most part. Mm. That's the heaviest shit I ever lift. Mm. So it's mostly just full body motion that makes your body know that this is a regular part of your life. So the normal deterioration that most people experience, you can stave that off for the most part. And there's a real potential in the future with genetic editing and all kinds of wacky Slicer shit that they're experiencing. They're experimenting on all sorts of stuff that could extend lifespans uh, in a radical way. CRISPR. 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 CRISPR yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's CRISPR, but there's a couple other things they're doing too. Like, like, and who knows what the fuck they're doing in China. Yeah. Like, what, do, they, what do you mean? They could be doing anything because they they're no not impaired by the same uh, sort of ethics. And they don't disclose. Uh, yeah, they don't have to tell anybody anything. Mm, yeah. They can work like hand and fist with the government. Mm-hmm, and nobody has to know nothing about what's going on. You know, that's why they can develop all kinds of shit without, like, the normal restrictions. Their government and their businesses are like that. Mm. They're inexorably connected. The the businesses don't get to make decisions that are bad for the government. If they do, they disappear, dudes. Okay, here, here, let's go conspiracy theory. Let's go. How different? (laughs) How different? Okay. I see you, Miles. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) A conspiracy more than a high guy Okay, here's the conspiracy Uh, Are Joe Coy and Chelsea Handler Really in a relationship? (laughs) (laughs) No No, no, no No, No, you did not do that Shield this man Don't do this Why would you put that on Joe, bro? It was Alex Jones was hitting me <laughs> nonstop. And he's like, there's something awry here. Seems like a false flank. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, yeah, I want to uh, remind you. <laughs> Middle-aged 
Christ's actors. I want to remind you. <laughs> did you just? No, you no. did not just say what I think you said. <laughs> what the fuck crisis. did you say? Midlife crisis actors. <laughs> no, you and corrected it because you said middle age middle crisis, crisis actors, actors, and then two. you realized midlife <laughs> crisis actors. <laughs> actually, it's actually teamwork. It's teamwork. It's teamwork. It's teamwork. Cleaner. It's teamwork. Cleaner. <laughs> you nailed it. Okay, but we love Joe on this podcast. You no, know Chelsea, I love Chelsea. I like wrote a thing about one of her books. I like wrote a little blurb. Oh, really? Back in the Dizzy, yeah. She yeah, was from the comedy store. She was always cool. No, no, back her show. She was great. She was great. Her interviewing was great. It was different. What happened? Tone of this room just changed to bullshit. <laughs> no, I'll be honest. Yeah, it's called action. No, oh, I think that. she was fucking great. I'm not right. saying she's not. <laughs> I'm not I'm saying like. she's not, but I'm just saying like, there was like a general tone of yep. like, let's say something nice right now. Yep. That's <laughs> he real. He just called fact. out the moment, yo. I love I'll that. Li- I, okay, yo, Joe, fair. Joe, oh, you felt like I needed to justify. Yeah, you no, no, you don't. No, you definitely don't. Yeah, I did that we're, shit. We're just talking shit. He's like, oh, I wrote a blurb for her. Yeah, both did that shit. 100%. Because we felt bad. We felt like we were trashing. Yeah, we're not trashing anybody. That's the thing. It's like, I don't like trashing fellow comedians. I no. really don't. I genuinely, genuinely don't. No. Did that change after Mencia? You felt a little bad? Yes, 100%. <laughs> really? I so. You yeah. felt bad about During it. the moment of it, um, uh, I realized how much negativity it creates. I was almost looking at like like if it was a system, right? If you're looking at a system, you're looking at like you input X and you get back this. And I'm like, okay, uh, a good thing was done where, where people weren't in danger of having their uh, intellectual property taken by someone who's far more successful. Mm. But a, the weird thing was the anger. Like watching the anger, like, it's like you're throwing meat to a, a, a group of fucking piranhas. Like there's just this buzzing of people joining on one side or the other side. And I realized like a lot, a lot of this is not logical. Mm. And it's one of the problems with the way human beings interact with each other that we just choose teams. Mm. And it's like an, a normal, natural inclination that we can't escape no matter how logical you are. Like even if you're like a, a super logical person, you're, you're still there's some part of you that has an inclination towards teams. So how do you push well, also, yourself away from it? Just got to recognize what it is. Like know when it pops up and just go, uh, this is a dumb road. But, but is that tough for you? Like, like when you get shit on by one side specifically and then the other side is like, yo, you're pretty cool. How hard is it for you to just stay even? It's okay. Like I would shit on me for sure. Wait, really? If I didn't know me, yeah. For what exactly? Some other comic. I would make fun of me totally. What would you say? Oh, I'd say terrible things about <laughs> steroid use and <laughs> insecurities of being short. I have a lot of great jokes about me. Really? Be a lot of fun. So you don't even, do, when people make fun of you, do you care? Well, you can care, but it's not going to change the way they think. Mm. Like, like, it's not good if you hear it. Like, if someone said it to my face, I'd be like, that's mean. Yeah. Like, why are you being mean to me? I, mean, yeah. I don't even know you. Yeah. People will say mean things to you just to try to get a reaction out of you. But those people are usually way more dangerous than the average person that says something online. The average person says something online. It's like you're not even connected. Like, maybe you are. It's like you're, you're, like you're, you're trapped in a cave and there's like a tunnel that goes up to the air and you're like fuck 
Fuck you! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're not connected to that person. You're yeah. not in front of them. If someone is mean to you in front of you, that's a real problem. Yeah. yeah. And weirdness is when it spills over. When people get used to communicating with people the way they do on the internet, and they try to do it in real life. And you see it all the time in World Star videos. They <laughs> 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 just get fucked up because they think they can talk shit. Right. Yeah. Like they talk shit on the internet. They think yeah. they can just get away with it. Yeah. Like they don't have the same amount. If you're if you're 24 and you lived in 1976, or if you're 24 and you live now, you got a totally different type of interaction with people. Yeah. Right? These fucking people are interacting with people in a text form 60% of the time. Yeah. So if that's a part of your development, and everybody agrees, I, I, I agree that people who grow up in sort of like touch and go environments, they're a little slicker. Yeah. Right, mm. we call it street smarts. Yeah. People who know, like if you don't have any of that, forget it. It's over. You're fucked. Yeah. And if you, all you're doing is texting, <laughs> you're not experiencing life. You're trapped in your house. You're trapped you're in a disconnect. On, you're sitting on the couch, getting a fucking neck cramp because you're fucking texting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the people of today. Yeah, that's what's weird about it. Yeah. You're not designed for that. Right. So the human brain has to find a way to catch up. All right, guys, we'll take a break for a second because it's that motherfucking NBA Finals, okay? You know you're putting money down, and why would you not want to win more money? You're not going to win more money than at my bookie. I mean, it's very simple. I'll tell you why. You deposit $200, they're going to give you $300 to gamble with. That's crazy. You get to gamble with more money than you actually put down. That's how you win the most goddamn money. And when you got these NBA Finals... Okay, it's time to put your money where your mouth is. We see you tweeting all over the place, right? We see you talking that shit on Instagram. Put it up. If you know who's going to win that bad, put it up and put it up in my bookie. Matter of fact, use that promo code flagrant. You're going to deposit 200, you're going to get 300. Think about that. They will secure that first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you got to do is use the promo code flagrant to claim your bonus, mobile or on the go, NBA, UFC, baseball, no matter the league, no matter the minute, my bookie puts the action in your hands so you can turn any game day into a payday. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Now let's get back to the show. So let me tie this back to what we talked about. Seeing all the hate, et cetera, what happened to Mencio, what would you do differently about Carl? Nothing. Mm, that's what I, that's what I was thinking. I wouldn't do a thing different. I took the hit. And but it's like the hit wasn't, it wasn't bad because I was right, and eventually I knew they would realize I was right. And I would wish that he would realize I was right. And well, the hate I also felt. Well, people don't realize you took a hit. I think a lot of people's history of you is yes, you called no. out Mencia and then you had the biggest podcast on the planet. <clears throat> That's true, also. Yeah, it was, they it don't was, know what you went through afterwards. It wasn't bad. What it was, was it? not bad. Well, bad I things happened. For comic standards, I think it is. Well, I got banned from the comedy store. Uh, that was a that was a real problem. Yeah. Because it wasn't Mitzi Shore's idea. Mm. The real problem was I was on the phone with Mitzi, uh, like more than an hour before they called me to tell me I was banned. So I was on the phone with Mitzi, and I told her, out of respect, what had happened. Mm. I said, Mitzi, I go, we are fucking tired of this guy stealing jokes. She's like, Carlos, are you sure he's stealing? I go, Mitzi, we have videos of it. He's a fucking thief. And so we, we had this conversation on the phone, and she goes, well, just keep away from him. So I told her that we're going to release this video. She goes, well, just keep away from him. I go, I'll do whatever you want me to do. And she goes, okay, you want to go up tonight? And I said, sure. What time do you want to put me up? She goes, oh, 10.30. I go, thank you very much. I love you. That's the last time I talked to her. Wow. That's mm. sad. And then I got a call an hour later, and I realized, like, she was in a state where uh, Mitzi Shore is, like, legitimately 
If you looked at all of the people that are important in the development of comedy, she's the number one most important person that wasn't a comic. Why? Number one. Explain Wait, why? 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 Because Mitzi she, Short she let oh. the comedy store. Mitzi Short owned the comedy store. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. People I'm sorry. Mitzi Short is Polly Shore's mom. Uh, she's like, she she uh, started the comedy store with her husband. They got divorced. She got the comedy store, and she ran the comedy store in a way where like she was a strong lady and she had fucking strong ideas about what was good and what was bad and she would tell you right to your face mm-hmm. she would tell you i fucking hate that bit does she ever like, say oh, that to you shit. yes what's she saying uh, i had this bit about ann nicole smith and her husband she fucking hated that bit because she j howard marshall that dude who was like yeah, 150 yeah. years old yeah biden i had this bit yeah. <laughs> he was older than biden he was biden's dad <laughs> but but um she was responsible for the environment of the comedy store where she just let the comedians express themselves the best way that they could and and give them a home and 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 set these standards like and no for those bullshit who don't standards know, the comedy store prior yeah uh, kinnison kinnison bill hicks bill hicks, so many legends david letterman like, worked out there mm. yeah eddie griffin you know damon wayans was there a lot martin lawrence was there a lot it was like dice clay like so many people came out of that place and it was chaos and it didn't always work out perfectly, but she designed it in a way where she could create a place where these really fucked up people could come and perform. And she would call it her island of misfit toys. <laughs> she, she knew what she was doing, man. And, you know, you know, she's a un, completely unusual person. Why? There's nobody, very few people just dedicate themselves to a thing like that and like have this idea of like what's the right way to do it and they're right. She was right. She was right so often. Yeah. Like someone would call and complain about Kennison and she would, I don't Go give a yourself. fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She didn't give a fuck. <laughs> she didn't give a fuck. So then how the place she... is packed every night. She did not give a fuck. But how is she okay with Mencia then? Because this is why she I didn't, didn't. She didn't know. <clears throat> and I also think she was having some legitimate health problems. Yeah. Then, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. When I first met her, she was already in 94. She was already struggling a little. And then as time went on, it got worse. And I don't think if people don't come to her and complain, I don't think she necessarily knows unless she's watching every single set. Who came up with this bit first? Right. Mm. She doesn't know. Yeah. Right. So if you just come down for one 20 minute set and you see someone kill mm. and you go, oh my God, he's hilarious. If you had come 20 minutes before, you might have saw Paul Mooney do his version of right. it. Right. Yeah. And if that was the case, maybe then she would be able to go, hey, what the fuck? But like I said, then even in the 90s, she was already struggling. Mm-hmm. You know, she had a. I think it was a neurological disorder. Mm. And um, you know, it was hard for her. So I don't blame her, but she had ideas that didn't necessarily work, but you fucking never know what's going to work. How many yeah. people did we started out with that were like open micers that you I think were about funny? that. I think yeah. about that. Knew you knew they yeah. were funny. Yeah. And they just fucking they fell apart on reentry. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think about that. Like the yeah. first friend I knew that there was a comic that stopped and they were funny too. Uh-huh. But they just didn't want to go through it. Yeah, there's a girl that a I dated yeah. when I was 21. It was a girl I dated when we were both open micers together. She was funnier than me. Like She was so funny. She was hilarious. She was fucking hilarious. Hmm. And I remember thinking, <clears throat> if I don't make it as a comedian, at least I fucked her. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> this lady's the next Roseanne. Like she's so good. Wow. She was a killer. And then what happened? I don't know. Stopped man. it. I don't know. I don't know. I lost track. I mean, especially I lost touch with her. Damn, we stayed friends, but I want to know her name. Yeah, I moved to New York, and what I don't want to say it. And uh, when I moved to New York, um, I don't know. It just stopped. Yeah. I mean, back then you had so few opportunities, and if you didn't get one, I imagine it would just wear you down because you're just toiling at that point. Yeah. Like this internet shit is so different. It's so different. Well, yeah. well, I've I've been through both things. <clears throat> yeah. And uh, the what what it really makes me. Th- understand like more than anything is like how important it is to like share share success Mm. and like uh, get everybody out of that horrible period in the beginning where you don't know if you're going to make it because the more people that you can get that are convinced that they could be professionals the more you're going to get those dudes that we remember from the open mic days that didn't make it Mm. I think about that girl all the time Mm. I think about her she was fucking funny man she was funny she had a witty way of looking at things yeah and I'm like, she was 21. We were both 21. I'm like, yeah. what would have happened to her when she was 29? What about when she's 33? She might be a murderer right now. Mm. She might be straightening up slaying on Netflix. Yeah. Selling out arenas. Just walking out there. Yeah. People, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She was that good. But for whatever reason, there's not, there's no, you know, back then it was dog eat dog. And everybody yeah. thought they were going to be the host of the Tonight Show. Well, there was two shows. Yeah. And then maybe you get a half hour. And then there was the yeah. sitcom game. Yeah. The sitcom game when uh, Tim Allen got his show and Roseanne got her show and Seinfeld and yeah. Brett Butler. Then the whole game became get a deal to do yeah. a sitcom. Yeah. And craft a, an act. About the sitcom. That seems like yeah. a pilot. Yeah. Like you would, crazy. you would do an act that was like a pilot for a sitcom. And we all got intoxicated by the sitcom world. Yeah, I don't know if he did it on... I mean, I loved his show, but Ray Romano's... It seemed like, looking back, it's like, oh, his whole comedy was... Ray Romano was my character on news radio, and he got fired. No. Wait, really? Really? Yes. Ray Romano was the original handyman on news radio, (laughs) and he got fired. Why? Ray was a good friend of mine. I love... Until this day, he's a good friend of mine. I love him. He's great. He's brilliant. And I, I opened for Ray... At a bowling alley. Yeah. I think it's Jimmy's Comedy Alley. I think that's what it was called. In Queens. Yeah. Like way back in the day. And uh-huh. I remember sitting in the audience with uh, my friend watching Ray Romano just straight murder. Going, God damn, he's yeah. good. Yeah. He's so good. Yeah. And then a year later, we are in this situation where uh, I have a development deal with NBC to do my own show, mm. but then there's this other show that they've already shot a pilot for, but they're going to fire this dude. And uh, he, they you want know, me to go just, and read for it. He just didn't test well? I had no idea. I had no idea what He happened. never found out? But either? here's the good thing. They fired him and then hired another guy to do the pilot. So uh, I was once removed. Uh, so I felt like I'm so okay. Yeah, 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 it's already yeah, gone. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. stealing it from this other dude who stole it from you, Ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he did okay, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Well, then, you know, like Kevin James and I were good friends, and he was good friends with Ray, too. So we would go all eat to the, together, and, like, this was right when Ray was creating Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah. And he was, like, sitting there with, like, scripts and shit and yeah. talking to us. That motherfucker was obsessed. Good. Like, that show became good. amazing because that dude was dedicated. Wow. We're at Jerry's Famous Deli eating Rubens. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And Ray is just going over wow. the script. We're, we're running jokes and yeah. shit. I'm like, damn, yeah. this dude is That's fired amazing, up, bro. That's so amazing. Yeah. The yeah. best stand up comedic actor I've ever seen. Like, Ray as Romano? a comedic actor and stand up, stand up primarily, he was a fucking great comedic actor. 
And you, you know, just as important, really good dude. Yeah. yeah. What you expect is what you get. Yeah. Real solid, real cool dude. I was at, yeah, yeah. I was at the cellar once and uh, he's just like the calmest, chillest guy, right? Like not high energy, nothing crazy. And uh, we're sitting at the back table and we're talking about something. And I was like, uh, yeah, you know, I'm from New York, but I went to school out in California. And uh, I go, yeah, I went to UC Santa Barbara. And he goes, he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wild school, wild school. And I was like, yeah, it was a lot of parties. He goes, oh, no, no, no. My son went there during the school shooting. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> and his son was at the school. Do you remember when there was like a school shooting at UCSB? No. His son was at the school during that. <clears throat> wow. There's so many school shootings now. Yeah. 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 That I, I don't remember that. I can't remember. I feel so embarrassed. Why is that specific here? Have you thought about no that? No alpha brain here, huh? In America, you mean? Yeah. Well, I think the problem is that it is a great way to get a lot of attention and to do the most horrific thing to a society that you feel like has abandoned you. Mm. If you want to, if you hate the world, one of the worst things you could do is kill kids. Yeah. So that's the scariest thing for all of us. Yeah. And when you have children, you'll have this feeling. It's like the world becomes a completely different place, and what, which is one of the things. Like I was thinking. One of the things that happened to me when I became a parent, and also just as I became older and I watched children grow and become older and wiser and figure things out, I realized we're all just babies that grew up. And I used to meet a person, I think, oh, this guy's an idiot. But now I look at someone, I literally, like, I look at you and I think of you as a baby. <laughs> and I think of you going through your life and getting to who you are now. And it's just instantaneously develops more empathy for yeah. people. Mm, yeah. Instantaneously. Yeah. It's like it's a paradigm shift, like a like a, the most profound psychedelic experience you could ever have. Yeah. And it makes you realize that w this whole thing that we do with like teams or othering people or this, not you, all that stuff is just fear. Mm. It's a, a giant percentage of what we're doing when we're interacting with people poorly is just fear. Yeah. Mm. We're fear. We we're fearful that they're going to be cruel to us. So we we want to be cruel first. Yeah. And there's like chest bumping. Most people just want to be loved. I Most remember people. talking to my cousin who's a psychiatrist, and then I just started therapy, like whatever. And I was like, oh, are we basically all just uh, our personality is just uh, adding up all our defense mechanisms? Mm. And he was like, yeah, that's basically you're just a, a bunch of defense mechanisms into a human being. Mm. Yeah. There's a lot of that because you're accustomed to in terms of your DNA. Your DNA is accustomed to fighting off predators, mm -hmm. fucking bears yeah. and big cats. That's, that's our past, all yeah. human beings. We didn't get here instantaneously. Yeah. We got here through a long, bloody, horrific process where a lot of babies got eaten by wolves. Mm -hmm. That's why the Little Red Riding Hood, all that shit was about wolves. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's yeah, why yeah. it was about wolves, because yeah. wolves used to eat people. <laughs> Do you know they stopped World War I because of wolves? No. Do you know there's a ceasefire? There was a ceasefire between the Russians and the Germans because so many of them were getting killed by wolves. They decided to let's. They decided to decided to get together and kill the wolves and then go back to killing each other. No. Yes. I saw that that picture of them playing soccer on Christmas. The Christmas tree. Oh yeah. Yeah. How? Because. They were trapped. They were trapped in a crazy world. And the world's still crazy. It's just crazy with more information. Is There's it possible to indoctrinate people with, like, love for country more now, you think? Like Neuralink. 
That, well, that's, <laughs> that's the, the way. Well, that's the scary thing, that's right? That's the only way. Now, that's the scary thing about the Neuralink, right? If you can control something that's going on in someone's brain, yeah. I don't need the news. I don't need influencers on Joe Rogan's if podcast. If you can control it. But if it's something that can't be controlled. Well, how do they prove that? I don't know. Would you let them do it to you? Well, they're controlling things already. If you look at the, if you look at the world like a system mm. and you looked at the amount of resources and money that's pumped into controlling specific narratives, it's, they're already controlling things. But they're doing it because we choose to opt into our phone. Yeah, but, but you're not, it's not negotiable. Like what? You're not going to stop using your phone. No, I'm going to keep using my phone, but at least I can be like, oh, you're showing this because if I see an ad for fucking toaster ovens, maybe we spoke about toaster ovens yesterday and now I see the ad. But yeah. if you don't even have to convince me, at least there's one layer. But if you're already in here and you make me think I want to vote that way, you don't think that that's a little bit... But how are you doing that? How are you making someone think that they're going to vote a certain If you can make my dad have memory again, if you can make you know and anybody do anything, you can make them think anything you want. I think there's a real problem with narratives, right? There's a real problem with pushing narratives and not letting people really decide what's going on objectively. But I don't, I don't know if any one person is ever going to have control of that. I think there's like this wave thing that happens back and forth. It's like Twitter comes and everything goes left. And who knows if people abandon that and go right. Yeah. Who knows? It's just like this weird, wild sort of uh, wrestling match yeah. of, of human beings trying to figure out what the fuck to do. Yeah, society why. is just a bunch of overcorrections each way, it seems like. There's a lot of that, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of that, yeah. And a lot of that is done... Unfortunately, because of a, a lack of honesty, if more people were honest and we 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 put like a lot of uh, value and honesty and a lot of uh, honor in it, mm -hmm. that I think I think you could have like better conversations. Of course, and then we would find out why people are behaving the way they're behaving. But right now, there's like a lot of like I want my team to win, so I'll bullshit about stuff. Yes. Mm -hmm. The problem with that is like my friend Johnny, who used to compliment people that he didn't even like. Mm -hmm. Like, you got to be able to do that. Yeah. You got to be like, that guy's a fucking dick, but you know what he yeah. does? Yeah. This is what he does. Like, he's an asshole, but his father is, they make the best fucking pizza. <laughs> I hate the dude, but I would go to his place. He would tell you shit like that. That's, that's, it was fun. That's what I love about, about stand-up. Yeah. Is that, like, even the guys that were assholes yeah. couldn't be denied as funny. Oh, no. Yeah, like, no denial. There was a guy. Do you ever know Todd Lynn? I think he's, he's oh, yeah. passed. He, he, you know he's passed. He, he is passed, he's passed, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Todd Lynn, like, was a fucking hilarious. I, did, I didn't know for certain, but I know he had a, <laughs> a baby dead. arm. He had a baby arm. <laughs> Been dead, yo. But you I probably think, performed at one of his fundraisers. <laughs> Have I? <laughs> I performed at his fundraiser. Shouts to Todd Lynn and his family. <laughs> I performed at his fundraiser. <laughs> Mark Theobald <laughs> is hosting. Mark's so funny. Shouts to Mark. And this is one of his good friends, and Mark is passing around the bucket. This is how big of a dick Todd Lynn was. Mark is passing around the bucket for people to donate money. He's like, if you knew Todd, he wasn't necessarily the nicest guy. <laughs> As he's asking for money. But, but this motherfucker was so goddamn funny. Really? Bro. Oh, he's a monster, dude. Bro. Shit on me for bombing in front of him and then just crushed for And he had a baby minutes. arm. Wow. Yeah. He had Bang. like a baby arm. Like, no, no, like, you know. Yeah. yeah that and, and he was still talking that shit. He was so funny, but everybody was doing an asshole. And there's a lot of people like this. Like, like Patrice is the greatest I, I've ever seen, my favorite. But a lot of people would be like, yo, Patrice was kind of an asshole. But you couldn't deny him. Patrice wasn't an asshole to everybody. That's, yeah. that's fact. He was always nice to me. Yeah, because he thought you were a real no, one, bro. He's, he's nice. Patrice was nice. He was just, you had to be able to Don't take bullshit a him. joke. You had to be able to take a joke. Mm. You had to be able to take it right on the chin and laugh right back. Wow, what did he say, Joe? Oh, he was always funny. Always. He was just always funny about everything. 
he, Patrice had a way of looking at things where we would all talk and they would wait for Patrice's point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's one of those guys. Yeah. If you talk to Patrice and hung out with him, I hung out with him in Vegas once. We were all at the backstage at one of those Opie and Anthony shows. Mm -hmm. He was just such a, I, may, I remember hanging out with him going, man, I wish I lived closer to him. Yep. <laughs> yep. He was that guy, yeah. you know? Yep. But luckily I had Joey Diaz. Joey Diaz Joey's your guy. West Coast Patrice. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was very much like that. Joey Diaz was very much like that. Like we would all line up the back of the room when Joey Diaz was lighted on fire. Yeah. And all the people I've ever seen kill, I've never seen anybody hit Joey Diaz RPMs. He would hit, he would have these bits that they were so funny that you you couldn't, he could say things you weren't allowed to say. Yeah. Because he was like a human cartoon. Mm -hmm. He yeah. did. You weren't even sure if he was real. Yeah. yeah. Like, is this, this guy white? Is <laughs> he his Spain? Timing, <laughs> his timing was fucking perfect. And he would nail punchlines and turn beat red. Yeah. And people would be falling out of their seats. <laughs> yeah. There's multiple times I've been in that original room where I'd go, God, I wish we were filming this. Yeah. I wish we were filming this because I don't think, I don't think anybody's going to understand if they're not here right now. You know, you know, Fahim just put out his special. Yes. Yeah. And uh, shout out to uh, Fahim. Love Go Fahim. check out uh, Hat Trick. But that's uh, that idea for the special. That's what I Genius. wanted to see. I wanted to see Joey do that too. And because Joey, for me, I was like, you have to understand him within the space of the store. Yeah. Like he, I don't know. There's something magical about it. And I didn't understand it until I went out there and I saw him for the first time. You had been telling me a lot about him, and I remember just sitting and watching, and it was. Uh, yeah, it was special, man. I'm working with Joey in Atlantic City this weekend for the first time in years. God bless. I haven't God been on stage bless. with him in like two God years. God bless. I gotta man. watch. Him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I told him like, whatever you want to do. <laughs> what do I have to do to fucking get you back in there? Mm. I'm like, dude. Is this his first time back on stage? No, no, he's been on stage a okay. bunch of times. Okay, good. He did uh, a bunch of shows with Brian Callen, and he's he's tuned up. He's ready to rock. Mm. I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm like, I can't believe we got him back. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, Joey's a fucking beast. He was like, you have like specific roles in like these communities, you know? In the comedy store community, Joey Diaz was just pure chaos. <laughs> he just, you would drop him in. And like in, during like the, the drug Joey days, like during the <laughs> early days when he was like a straight up criminal, he reminded me so much of my friend Johnny. So much. Johnny, who's Johnny, pool hustler. The pool hustler. The pool hustler. The pool hustler. Yeah, 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 yeah. Joey was like just like him. Yeah. Like a wild dude from the streets, but like a good dude. Yeah. Like I knew he was a good, like a good solid dude. And we were friends like instantly. Mm. And he would come to the news radio set and he was a gorilla back then. I mean, he was like, uh, you know, way thinner and like built like, <laughs> don't, you do yeah. don't you do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was wearing a leather jacket, built like a football player. <laughs> and all Sorry. those NBC studio executives would get mad because he was eating all of their, their snacks. Okay. What the man told like, story? Is, Jesus. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you fucking child. You children. <laughs> I would laugh too. I would laugh too. I would laugh too. So wait, a he would just show up to set just to set. I would come with him. I would bring him with but me. But he just—he wasn't on the show. He was just no, hanging out. He's my boy. We yeah, were yeah, hanging yeah, out yeah, track, yeah. Andrew. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> this is like 1996. Yeah. You know, we were both like, you know, I was probably like 28, and Joey was like a little older than me. We were in, Joey had just got to LA straight from prison. <laughs> Wait, did he? He was, yeah, he's always in and out of jail. I think he was like running from something in Seattle. He had to come back to LA. Like, there's a warrant out for him for the longest time. He couldn't get uh, a passport to go places because all the cra- he He kidnapped a drug dealer with a machine gun. Fire. Wow. Yeah. No, Joey Diaz did real time. Joey Diaz is, uh, but he's a uniquely beautiful soul. And even though I knew all that shit that he did real time and everything, I knew, I'm like, I know what you are. I know what you are. You're, <laughs> you're a great guy who just had a crazy life. You collect these guys. These, these guys are valuable. <laughs> They're everything. They're yeah. life, man. Those, but, the, those are the Sam Kennisons. Those are the Richard Pryors. But why do you think? Because they just, they don't fit in and that's how you see what it is for real. Like, if you're not a part of it, you see what it is for real. Because you don't have to operate based on the part of it. You're not operating in that system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joey yeah, Diaz yeah. found his mother dead on the floor when he yeah. was on acid. No, that's what it when is. When he was, like, 14 yeah. years old. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Now, when you're a part Whoa. of a community, hey, When he gotta, tells that story, yeah, 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 yeah. you're fucking, your goosebumps yeah. just stand up. You're like, mm-hmm. what? Yeah. Whoa. So it's like those type of people from that angst and that unusual view of the world. Have to find themselves. Yes. And sometimes themselves is a little outside of the norm. It's outside of the group. They find yeah. it through the most potent form of entertainment. Yeah. All of our great rock stars, all of our great comics, all of our great hip-hop artists, all of them come from crazy backgrounds. Mm. Not all of them, obviously. That's a big generalization. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm trying to make my point. <laughs> no, I understand what you're saying. I think that— You don't get it, Joey Diaz in a suburb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but but more it's like, like there's a there's a freedom to being outside if you're willing to harness yes. it, and the freedom is you get to actually find who you are. Well, the reality yeah. is there's no real outside. Like people feel like they're outside, but so many people feel like they're outside. There's a lot of people, mm-hmm. and when you go to a comedy club, all the other people also feel like they don't get it. They laugh at your point. They go, "Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah." And even if if even it's what you're saying is wrong, but it's funny. Mm-hmm. It's like that's where it's like we're fucking with the wiring. Yeah. One of my favorite bits that you do yeah. is that bit that you do about countries where they treat their women terribly. <laughs> Got the But best food, boy. They have the best food. <laughs> <laughs> you ever eat Canadian food? <laughs> that bit is so good. Because yeah. like you look, if you were a terrible person, you wanted to misrepresent who you are. Yeah. You would write that. Oh, this is just saying that women belong in the kitchen. Yeah. yeah Yeah, yeah, that's not what they're saying. No, that's no. not what you're saying. You're saying something funny. It's a funny thing to say. I was trying. I did this talk like Noam from the Comedy Cellar. Do you know Noam? Yeah, you would love Noam. Like you I got, know Noam. Okay, good. I worked at his club way, way, way. No, back I know, but he's he's like in, he's an interesting guy. No, like, Andrew should connect you with Noam. I, don't <laughs> think he knows I can get you audition at the Comedy Cellar. Like that could be good. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, no, but um, on. <laughs> Shout out to all these uh, comedy club owners, But man, he, without he, them. He had, a, he had an interesting conversation. He had this, like, talk where there were these, like, intellectual dudes. This guy named Glenn Lowry, do you know? Glenn yeah, Lowry? sure. Yeah. Yeah. So him and a few other dudes, and, uh, and they had some comics on stage, and we were just talking about, you know, random things and comedy and political correctness and culture, et cetera. And, uh, and there was, like, just, there was just, like, a moment on stage where I was talking, like, we should never be together. Like, we don't have to have these conversations because you guys say what's right and we say what's funny. And I think what happens is the people that say what's right expect the people that say what's funny to be right. And that's where our jokes become 
more than jokes and where we get in trouble. If we're just out here just making jokes and talking shit and just being funny with no stakes, that's what, and then people look at us and they're like, oh no, these are the next intellectuals. They are going to tell us how to think. That's when we can't make the craziest jokes. Well, one of the arguments is that like if you say crazy things in the name of being funny, then other people that are not as smart as you will say those things and they'll be hurtful. They'll feel like they have license to say those things. Maybe. I had a drag queen tell me that after a show. Maybe. It was very intimidating. Mm-hmm. She's wearing kiss boots. <laughs> uh, but it's one of those things. It's like, I don't know if you're responsible for the dumbest people in your office. You're not. I don't know how that works. You're not. And I, I feel like at a certain point in time, we have to agree that we most people love comedy. If mm-hmm. you don't love comedy, you have to opt out of this conversation. So if you love comedy... You must agree that a lot of what people say they don't mean. They just think it's a funny thing to say. Like this is an art or, form. Or just the, like Quentin Tarantino is not really killing yeah, women <laughs> when he's making Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Well, this is what Those we used to say about There's no dead movies. women involved in the production of that movie. Correct. Yeah. The right? violent movies, violent rap, yes. Eminem getting all, all those the, things. That's just move toward comedy. It'll move on. Eventually. But it's, but, but, it's but, also but, like it's the problem is it seems like you're just talking. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's not like something right. you've created mm. that you've manipulated language yes. in order to get a surprise result that makes people go, bah! Yeah. And it seems like your statements, because they sound just like everybody else when they talk. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I also think it's because that's how we feel, and we can have wrong feelings. And I think that's the biggest difference. What's wrong, though? If you feel it. No, I mean, like you don't have somebody to might like cut it. you off in traffic, and you might think the worst possible thing for that car, and then three seconds later you go, ah, it was just yeah. upset in the moment. There's, I mean, don't don't right. people like get out of? Don't people like? Uh, oh yeah, they Road don't rage. get life in jail for murdering somebody because they had moments of rage. You know what that. that's from? No, temporary insanity. Temporary insanity. You know, yeah. you know what that? Road that's rage what comedy is. is from? Temporary insanity. <laughs> if this is my crazy thought in the moment, and then I'm gonna say it again, and it's gonna be funny, but I don't feel that way anymore. Simple as that. What are you saying? Comedy is temporary insanity. <laughs> no. My funniest moment, my funniest thought, and my knee-jerk reaction to something, and I'm going to craft it and add words and add ideas and wrap myself around it. No. What? what? Yeah, like, Marijuana no. might not be for you. <laughs> yeah, like, what is it? We went. Like, nope. You were trying to defend some insufferable position. No. Nope. <laughs> Yo, I, I, the joke about the woman food thing. He didn't say he I said, don't think you should. I don't think you should he actually didn't say treat. He said it was a wrong position. He said it was insufferable. <laughs> no, that's a great word. It's a very specific word. You can word. throw people off your trail. <laughs> it's like it's like, like covering your your tracks with leaves. It's craft it. It's craft it. Craft it. It doesn't mean it's wrong. It's a good word. It means it's shitty. It's a solid word if you're trying to be deceptive. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, trying to obfuscate, obfuscate, whatever. Obfuscate. Uh, hey, somebody, somebody got a high score in his SAT. Let's go, yo. bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, fuck it, dude. Let's just make the jokes. Who gives a fuck what anybody says about it? If they want to write think pieces, who gives a fuck? Maybe well, the thing is, the it's like they sketch? represent a valid group of humans who have their opinions. But the problem is if they try to impose those opinions on people who have different opinions. So there's some people who love shit-talking comedy. Yes. That's what we do. Yes. All right? If you want to pretend that everything I have to say I always mean, I'm checking out. I'm not interested in doing that. I I want to talk the same way I talk around my friends. Yeah. I want to talk the same way I talk around comics. Yeah. We, We know we're all having fun and talking shit, and I want to do that. To the moment they say, ladies and gentlemen, Joe Rogan, hey, yeah. mm. what's up? 
I want to talk to those people like I talk to my best friends. I want to develop bits that are as funny as I can make them, and I don't mean all the things I'm saying, but I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with the best shit I have. Funny is in the outcast. Whether that's like the person on a TV show that's weird, or the thought that's a thought that should get you outcast sure. on stage, like Kinnison. Yeah. He's the ultimate outcast, yeah. right? Mm. Wearing a beret and a trench coat. Yelling at you. <laughs> screaming. Yeah, used yeah. to be a preacher. What the fuck happened to yeah. this guy? Yeah. Ultimate outcast. Right. What, what fucking class of people do he, does he fit into? He's out of the Christians. He's gone. Mm-hmm. Like, where's he fitting in? Yeah. Hollywood? He's like five foot four. He's fat as fuck. He wears a beret. Yeah. He's got a trench coat on. But when that dude would get on stage, you'd be like, whoa, what is this, a new kind of comedy? Mm-hmm. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. And all the people that have ever like like completely ignited a completely different style of comedy, he's my number one. Really? Yeah, man, because out of nowhere, he's doing this wild, screaming, yelling, like passionate preacher comedy. Yeah. He was doing a, a fucking tent revival preacher comedy. Right. That's what he did. He was one he of Rock's a- favorites, which kind of makes sense. Because uh, they're both essentially preaching. Uh, say, just, yes, uh, yes. Uh, but Rock, he's one of Rock's favorites because Rock saw him in like the 86, 88 era. Mm. I saw him in 88. I got to saw him. 88 was, he was on the slide. And this is as a lifelong diehard Sam mm. Kinison fan. I'm mm. not saying this in any disrespect. I, I think he's one of the greatest of all time. But I think you have to judge comics as like the, the highest RPMs that they achieve. Mm-hmm. Just the same way you have to judge fighters. Mm. Like people say, who's one of the greatest heavyweights of all time in boxing? I say Mike Tyson. Because mm-hmm. yeah. Mike Tyson during his day was a fucking destroyer. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe it only lasted a few years, but he's the guy who comes to mind for me because I grew up during the era where Mike Tyson was the executioner. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that about like almost everything. Mm-hmm. Like almost everything has to be judged by the like the eras in which it happens. Mm-hmm. Don't you think that that's the case? Yes. Yeah. And for my money, Sam Kennison during that era was just a fucking new thing. Nobody had seen anything like that. Mm. There's this guy with a fucking trench coat and a beret, <laughs> and he's screaming about going to hell and how Satan's going to be like, oh, you've been married? Oh, this is normal to you. We'll show you the place where we torture souls. <laughs> yeah. you know, like yeah. he, he had this thing where he would scream at the audience. Yeah. I've been married twice! Hell would be like Club Med. <laughs> he was this fat guy screaming. Hell would be like Club, Club Med. Med yeah. I've been married twice. Yeah. Yeah. It was like no one had seen anything like it. Yeah. And he had like knowledge of the Bible. That's a, yeah, yeah. He would do like biblical knowledge in the middle of bits. Like if Bill Hicks was funny. Oh my God. <laughs> Shut your mouth. I saw Bill Hicks murder. Really? Murder. You, I saw Bill Hicks bomb commit too. suicide? I saw him bomb. 45 minutes of his set. You don't like Bill Hicks? I hate that guy. Dude. Really? I hate, maybe I hate his fans, but like people are still walk around like Bill Hicks was the greatest. It's like, come well, on, bro. I'll tell you Stop what. Stop pretending you like Listen this to me, man. There was a fucking green room at the punchline in Atlanta, and it had uh, someone, everyone graffitied all over the walls. And in one part, it said, quit trying to be Hicks. Yeah, he he had. It's uh, true because he made you feel like you were doing something stupid. Mm, You you were so jealous of him, and so I got. I was lucky. I got a chance to see him when I was an open micer. So I was just starting out, and I saw him twice. Mm. And one time he murdered, and one time he bombed. How was the bomb? (laughs) I mean, it was amazing. It was amazing. And me and Greg Fitzsimmons and a couple other comics I don't think are doing it anymore. We're on the back of Nick's Comedy Stop, and he went on after a dude who was a very 
regionally funny, like middle act, yeah. very you know obvious premises, but did a good job. Yeah. Had a good set, and Bill Hicks ate cock. Mm. He ate cock for the the majority of his set, and people were just getting up and leaving, getting up and leaving. Mm. And while well, he was doing this bit about, it was some some bit about someone taking a shit. So he's in the middle middle of taking a shit. I forget exactly. I don't want to butcher it. In the middle of taking a shit, he's like, eh, eh. he looks up. He goes, "This usually clears a room," <laughs> and, and people are like leaving in droves. It's like yeah. a three hundred person room. <laughs> By the end of it, there's maybe fifty people and maybe ten comedians. And we're fucking crying, laughing. Wow. Yeah. And he never looked phased. Mm. He never looked phased. And we were howling. And we weren't howling ironically. We were howling because the shit was funny. Yeah. It was just so dark. Yeah. It was so crazy. It was, it was like some of his stuff was so funny. It was just, it was different than any other kind of comedy. So it was like comedy from a dude who recently did Mushrooms and was reevaluating everything. Mm. And that was like pretty much what was actually going on with Bill. Yeah. And then he quit doing drugs and he just dedicated himself to like getting like messages out in comedy. And the problem is back then, no one had a fucking podcast, man. So you had to be funny. And if you had something that you felt like people needed to know about it, you had to, fee you had to figure out how to put that into comedy. Into comedy yeah. It's too complicated. Yeah. It makes yeah. people preachy. That's okay. That's yeah. what I heard. Yeah. So I do. I do. But doesn't that happen it. to comics as they get better, as they get more famous, as they get more successful? They become more preachy. Watch Louis C.K. He's not preachy. Yeah, Louis is a... Uh... Dave Chappelle is not preachy. Dave Chappelle uh, is expressive. He, he, he wants you to know exactly how he feels about things. But he's the biggest comic alive. He's not preachy. Mm. Yeah, I think a bit. I hate that noise. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, what do you think He's trying to express himself in the most honest and, and, and compassionate way possible. He's a beautiful person. No. He's one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. Like genuinely always nice. Yeah. Very rarely angry at any even if he's mad at someone's trying to ruin his career, he'll have a joke or two about it. Mm. And they'll be like, bah! <laughs> and then everyone's laughing. Yeah. Have you seen Jamie Foxx's? It's so good. Oh, it's so good. So good. It, we talked about this. Is Jamie the most talented entertainer? Maybe ever. Maybe, Maybe ever. ever. Maybe like, ever. Yeah. Impressions. Yeah. Singing. He Athletic. can play the piano. Yes. Wait, I didn't know. Dude, he oh, plays high school quarterback. Yes. No, no. Yeah, Jamie right. Foxx can do anything. He's one of those people that can literally do anything. Yeah, here's the impression. You want to run it back? Yeah, run it back because yeah. it's so preposterous. I ran up on stage. I was in sense. I was in sense. Pow, nigga. <laughs> Come on. Thank you for Jamie, for Jamie Foxx. If you ever in trouble, if you ever in trouble, Jamie Foxx will show up at a sheriff head. And all the other comedians just stood there. They're waiting on me to die. Just <laughs> <laughs> so take over. Even the physicality and everything. Yeah, I yeah. see you, Chris Rock. <laughs> Bro, I mean, that's yeah, if yeah. you blindfolded me, I'd go, oh, that's Dave Chappelle. What are you talking yeah. about? Now, Dave's just, stupid. Yeah, Dave's Who's just that? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. so good. That's so good. It's preposterous. Yeah, I want, yeah. A, I want the Jamie Foxx documentary. He's just done everything. Mm. Like, his life is so fascinating. Mm. You know what? I think his work speaks for itself. What do you mean? I mean, I don't want to. I don't need a documentary. Oh, but I that do. dude, I need that dude. I, need, <laughs> I don't want to interrupt. Keep going. Yeah. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. I want to see what, how he plays Mike Tyson. Mm. He's gonna play Mike Tyson. Oh, that's crazy. I bet it's gonna be phenomenal. Yeah. He does an amazing Mike Tyson impression. Yeah. 
And he also <clears throat> is of that age who grew up during the time when Mike Tyson was the dominator. Yeah. Right. So he knows what that really was like. It's what? like, you're not recreating that. We, we yeah. experienced that. Yeah. You know? I, I, why do you think, Mike Tyson yeah. fought Bruce Seldon. Bruce Seldon looked like a, a comic book superhero. Mm. And you could see the fear in his eyes when he fought Mike Tyson. You just, Mike Tyson just looking at you like there is not a chance in the world that you're going to survive. Oh, hells yeah. We got we pizza, go. Oh, dove. What do we got? What a legend, I gotta bro. I got to pee again. It looks like a lot of Alex? fun if you hate your body. Come on, son. Like, really? <laughs> Before she ticked us. Yeah, it's like <laughs> you're a badass. I love it. Don't get me wrong. I wish I could have some. No, no I, I love really, my I was, If I was hungry and I didn't have dinner, dinner reservations, Let me get a plate. I would fucking eat the shit out of that pizza. Joe, we got to wrap this up, bro. Please let us. Uh, it's yeah. an honor to be here in the I, new studio. Thank you so much for all this. Yeah, thank you, me. man. My pleasure. People, people need to know you're a great guy. <laughs> God damn it. They know you're great, but I don't think they know how great you are. I think it's very, very rare that people in your position are this benevolent. And I think that you set a tone that the rest of us try to follow. Well, that's so nice of you, but I think it's good for everybody. I know like you I think said. it's good for everybody, but I think that, like, if the guy on top is doing it and you don't do it, you're a piece of shit. Mm. Right. And I think that most people on top don't do it, and that's how they get to the top. And I think that's what was so profound about what happened with you is that everybody underneath you was like, no, I got to look out for my boys. I got to put them gotta on. Pay I got to help forward. them build their thing. Exactly. And, yeah, they all uh, took the same sort of strategy. Yes. Yes. It was just the right path. It was just like I saw that path. You know? it, was just, it was just the right path. It's not like a, a big deal in terms of um, what, what it really is is what we should have been doing all along but we were all like scratching clawing to try to get Hollywood gigs mm -hmm. you know and I think once the internet came along it gave comedians this completely new network of uh, everybody became an asset mm. not just yeah. like a competitor but competitor is good like if you train at a jujitsu gym you want to train at a place that has black belts mm -hmm. because you want to be able to get to a really high level and you want to know if your stuff is bullshit, right? So if you pull something off and you can pull it off on a purple belt but the black belt keeps fucking it up, that might be bullshit. Yep. And you don't find that out. Like the same way with comedy. Comedy doesn't exist in a vacuum. Yeah. If you go to a place that doesn't have a comedy community, you never find the best comic in the world. They just, it's, yeah. I don't say never, but it's super rare if that's ever happened. I don't think it ever has. It's yeah. a fucking new art form, right? We, we are really clearly indebted to each other. Yep. And the only way to recognize that is to uh, reach out to each other and to say it. And, and, and to just like express, I try to express it all the time when I'm in my green room before my shows. I'm like, we are so lucky. We're so lucky we could do this. This is the craziest thing in the world. Says that all the time. Beautiful. Gr gratitude is, it sounds like, wooden beads and crystals but it's fucking real <laughs> yeah that shit's real like yeah. gratitude is real it's like you're putting an energy out there that makes people feel good and it makes people want to do the same yeah no i agree with you i just don't think we realize that until you yeah i well, think that, uh, yeah i think that you made people i think you guilted people into liking something like i think you were doing it so if somebody else didn't do it that was under you that, that maybe put you put them on or somebody else was trying to emulate you, they're going, all right, well, Joe's doing it. I got to also do this. And then when somebody starts to do it, it's like the, the altruism kick in. There's a dopamine release for altruism. Yes. You help someone out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You start to feel good. And then you do that. And you're like, oh, my God, I really enjoy doing this. That's um, the thing that people need to realize. Like, being nice is great. Feels yeah. good. 
feels good to everybody. When you make people feel good, you feel good too. Yeah. You know, it's good for all parties involved. It's not a selfish, uh, you know, one-way endeavor if someone gets success. It should be good for you too. You should be happy for them. And then yeah. they're happier. Like you're happy and everyone's happy. And we can all like sort of like go through this weird thing together. Because we don't know what this is, you know? Every day you wake up and you try to pretend like all of it makes sense, but you fucking shut your brain off every night and you go black for like eight hours. You've yeah. gone into another dimension. Yeah. And then you, yeah. you wake up in the morning and pretend that any of that shit makes any sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All of it. We're so accustomed to going unconscious. Yeah. Literally having dreams. Having, I had a dream that I was spear fishing in a fucking tunnel that was in, in, in a cave where there was Mayan artifacts. What the fuck is that? What is that? That's but it was insane. vivid. Yeah. In the dream, it was vivid. <laughs> it was like the, I could see the paint and the gold and red paint on these artifacts. I was like, this is wild. We're in a cave system. Yeah. Spear fishing. Wake up. Nope. Back in Texas. And then you just go about your day. Yeah, <laughs> like it didn't back happen. in my day, like uh, I wasn't just living in another world. Yeah, and we we we're all going through this. This is craziness. Yeah, are the aliens real or not? Tell me, bro. I don't know. We're gonna find out, though. You know, the first time we this ever hung nice. out, this is after we did the podcast. Yeah, tell them. We went out to dinner. I don't think anybody knows about this. Uh, they might not. You tell me, hey, what are you doing for dinner tonight? After I do the pod, and I'm like. Well, shit, I, I don't have any plans on my L.A. He goes, well, come to dinner with me at the, what is it, the all-you-can-eat Brazilian restaurant? What's it called? Fogo de Chao. Fogo de Chao. He goes, come to Fogo de Chao. And the when you type it, I don't even know what food we're eating. I got to Google it. <laughs> right? And it's like, okay, it's a Brazilian restaurant. So we go, and you're like, we're going to come with, this, with Bob. I go, okay, cool. And we go with Bob Lazar. This oh, is the, wow. the guy who is, was working on the UFOs. Yeah, and I explained to you who he was because I wanted you to get a read on him. Yeah. Because I wanted you to decide whether or not you thought he was bullshit. This is a guy that was allegedly, according to him, he back-engineered alien spacecrafts yeah. at Area S4. Mm -hmm. It was a guy who worked for Lockheed Martin, and he claims that he worked on these UFOs. And uh, we all went out to dinner. Mm -hmm. And we're sitting there, and, and and Andrew and I are cutting meat and eating and just talking. I got my green light on. They keep guy. coming around. <laughs> this guy. Joe's like, put the fucking red light on. You had enough steak or whatever the fuck. <laughs> I don't know the rules of Fogo de yeah. yet. You get a green yeah. card. It's the best fucking place ever if you love meat. You have a green card on one side, and it's red on the other side. And so when you want to keep that food rolling, you keep that green up. Yeah. But Andrew's it's like fucking sausages <laughs> he's coming. He's taking chicken legs. Yeah. And I go, you got to flip it over if you got to tap out. Oh, they'll they'll give you a break. Yeah. So you flip it over. It's a good system. So we're all sitting there eating, and Bob Lazar is detailing to us shit that he couldn't even talk about on the podcast. Wild. And explaining like what, what they were trying Begrudgingly, to do. Begrudgingly, by the way. Begrudgingly. I, and that's what kind of convinced me. He was like... I don't care to argue about this or debate about this. Like, if, if you don't believe me, it's fine. I don't need to be here. Like, I don't even care. Yeah. Mm. Remember he kept saying that? Yeah. And then he was like, this is what I experienced. And you got to care a little bit. You dedicate your whole life to this. No, he didn't dedicate his life. Like, he, he was an engineer, He was right? only there for a short period of time. And he, he, here's the work. It's wild. Want to hear the whole story? Yeah. He had top secret clearance because he has to work on these crafts, allegedly, according to him. But because of that, they had to tap into his phones. They had to monitor all of his discussions. Like, if he's selling information to the Russians, right, they right. got to... Okay. So, during that time period, his wife is having an affair. Oh, wow. And they, they kill his top secret clearance and suspend him. 
during this time period and with no explanation because they think he'll be emotionally unsta- unstable wow. and you can't have a guy like that working on fucking UFOs. Yeah. <laughs> so they don't tell him though. They don't tell him his wife is cheating on him. So he's trying to figure out what the fuck is going on and he brings friends out into the mountains yep. to view the launches of these UFOs because they're on a very specific schedule and he knows the schedule. So he takes these people out deep into the Nevada desert which is now the area though he took people to, you can't even go there anymore. It's now off limits. But at the time you can go there and he was watching with his friends, they were filming these fucking things flying around in like these preposterous ways that no airplane could fly. Mm. Did you see any of the videos? I've seen it, but you don't know what you're looking at. Yeah, Like you're looking at lights, like it could be anything. That was the Elon thing. Yeah, yeah, Elon said some shit like, why don't they have uh, better camera footage available? But they do, he's not totally correct. The Mm. FLIR footage that they have from the David Fravor, the Commander David Fravor had one of the most impactful UFO video encounters that, that's ever happened. It was off the coast of San Diego and they, they, they found this thing that moved from 50,000 feet above sea level to 50 in less than a second. They don't know what it is. They have no idea what it was. But it, tr- it was actively monitoring them because it blocked all of their tracking devices, which is technically an act of war. And then just fucking... Sh- just took off, gone, and went back to their cat point, which is the place where they had like they had like a designated spot where they're supposed to meet up during this mission. Because what they're doing with this mission is it's a training mission. Mm-hmm. And they had a dedicated <laughs> and that fucking UFO went to that spot. It's like, I know where you're going, bitch. Whoa. <laughs> and then took off again and gone. Wow. And then when they relayed this to the Nimitz, he was explaining how the people that were working there were like, we see these things like every couple of weeks. We have no idea what, what the fuck it is. We don't know what So you're hundred percent convinced UFOs. <sighs> I'm not, because it could be a drone that they don't tell those people about. It could be something that the government's working on. Uh, it could a be a different government uh, or something. It, mo- most likely us. See, the thing about communism is like it, it, like the way they do it over there is like slash communism slash capitalism. Maybe that works, but a lot of what they do is they steal they steal a lot of intellectual property from mm. the United States. It's one of the problems. There's not a problem with. United States stealing intellectual property from China. As far as I know, it doesn't make the news. But they banned Huawei. The reason yeah, why they uh, banned Huawei yeah. is the cell phone company, right? The the company that yeah. makes they make modems as well. Hmm. They make many things, but they found like enough of an indication that they were suspicious. There's some back doors in order to get data. So if you're using like Huawei devices and you have some like super secure network that's developing nuclear weapons or whatever the fuck you're doing, they they would get all that data. Mm. And there's so there's like hey, chill the fuck hey, out. Hey, hey, hey. You know, we're in this weird time where we're only like a decade or so away from nothing being a secret ever. What do you mean? There will be no more secrets. You'll be able to read minds. You're coming to a place where language is probably going to be universal and you're going to be able to communicate with people that are nowhere near you using the power of your thought. This is the Neuralink. This is many of these technologies they're developing. If you had to think about where it's going to go, that's where it's going to go. That's one guy I talked to. He said that's the end point of AI. That's where it's all headed. We're all in one consciousness. Well, it might be. You gave me a broken glass, you cocksuckers. <laughs> I almost caught myself. What a dive. Wow. wow. If you, wow. Um, please. <laughs> the Russians. Please. It was so much. <laughs> it was, it's no big deal. You, you drink out of this end. I drink out of that end. There yeah, you go. Drink out of right this part. <laughs> um, what were we just talking about? The Russians. Group consciousness. No, group consciousness. group consciousness and singularity. What they're looking for. <laughs> Don't worry about that. 
Don't worry about all that. Yo, half of it missed. What's the problem, bro? It's just water. Andrew's fingers and. Yeah, straight, you know? I want to say for the record that most of this podcast is nonsense. Yeah. Uh, I would yeah. say 100%. Yeah, it's 100%. We yeah, like to be safe and just go 100%. 100%, 100%. nonsense. It's all comedy. Yeah. I, um, if asked, I stand by none of my claims. No, we're, this is all scripted. This is a scripted podcast, yeah. and this is for your... This is a parody. Uh, exactly. Okay, but the, with the... A five dudes drunk. With the UFO shit, right? Four. They're out there. They're out there, bro. Say it. There. You believe it. No, the thing is, I don't believe it because I, I don't know for sure. But if I had a guess, I would have to say most likely they're out there because there's not enough options. Like, if you had to think that this is the most unique circumstance ever in the history of the universe, the problem with that is the universe is too big. Yeah. So it's so big that everything that's ever existed, including everything that's ever happened on Earth in the exact same order, has happened an infinite number of times. Like you have to understand what infinity means. It's too big mm. for anybody to understand. So are there aliens? Of course. There's not just aliens out there. You're out there. You're, you're not just out there once. You're out there an uh, impossible number of times, and you're doing life all kinds of different ways. Yeah. Mm. The number of people that live exactly the same as you have with every pause, every mistake, every success, all of it is exactly the same. It's infinite. That's how big the universe is. And there's also one that's the opposite. Yeah. Failures, failure. disgrace, everything. Falling apart, murder, suicide, all of it. Uh, probably every single iteration of human beings. Vegan you out there, Joe. <laughs> and that motherfucker's still That's where you cross the line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just wonder, man. If you watch a moose stomp a person to death, you think you'd eat that moose? I tell, I'll suck the moose's dick and I'm good, bro. I don't know what you don't understand about me. That I'm apex predator. This mouth, well, this mouth is a predator, dog. Take some mushrooms out, guys. Yeah, you need, you, uh, you need something like a massage or something, <laughs> something therapeutic, like a yoga class. I don't know what's sorry, bro. Is this married life, Joe? Is this married life? Well, listen. <laughs> and this bitch. Listen, we love you, bro. We I appreciate you, you. I appreciate you guys, and I'm very, very happy that there's so many uh, of us out there. You know, this is an interesting time because none of us would have ever had a show like this, yeah, or like any of the shows that we do if it was up to gatekeepers. That's yep. true. It wouldn't happen. Yep. They would have never said yes. That's 100%. true. They would have never left you alone. Like some of the shit that you say. You know, like they would never let you alone. Hundred percent. There's no way, and uh, the only way to do this is to do it this way. Yes. You gotta just kind of. Like, and we are very grateful uh, for you because of this. Well, listen, I'm grateful that it exists, and you know, I, I do you just remember happened Sal's to be... comedy corner. Yeah. Or something like that. Comedy I that hole. Place. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, comedy yeah. hole. Like that. That's yeah. when I knew something was happening with you. With me? Like you were doing shows there, right? Like you would have like a yeah. live show or something there, and it was this little place off Melrose or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that, right? A live and like. Show. This is no, no. This is like live, uh, like stand up. But like, this is when you were maybe not working at the store or something. I was banned from the store. banned from the store. But mm. you were like selling out these shows because of the podcast. And I heard that, and I was like, "Wait a minute! Like something is going on here. There are people who can't sell out shows at comedy clubs, and they're giving away tickets. And this guy's doing a comedy show. And it was a restaurant slash comedy club. And I don't people think were I had a podcast back then. Are you sure? Yeah, because the podcast was two thousand and nine, and maybe that was two thousand and nine. Maybe. But uh, I was banned from the store in 2007. 
I thought it was off. I it thought it was off been. podcast because I was like, "There's something happening with community Man, here." Your whole no, fucking no, life. No, 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 I really no, thought no, it was off podcast. No, 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 it might be. right. I'm not. I think I think I was right, I don't know the timeline, but the more I'm thinking about it, I'm like, it might be right. It's it's hard to say. It's like, but that time era, like Sal's Comedy Hole, was a good one. The Ice House was a big one. That was our real like safety wrap. Such a fun club, dude. Great club. Yeah. Great club. Is that back open again? I don't know. I haven't been in LA. Since. The Ice House. That the Ice House was our spot. And the Ha Ha, we did the Ha Ha a lot. Yeah. And I did the improv a lot. You know. Anyway, I just remember that happening, and I remember seeing like, oh shit, like you could create your own community, and people want this. They want this distraction. They want the comedy. They want the conversation. And. I don't have to do these shows on MTV or whatever fucking networks I was working on. I remember seeing that and I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, something's happening right here. Well, you create, you you do create your own community, but what you do is just find other people that are doing the same stuff that you're doing. Yeah. And just like everybody, like everybody's creating their own community. You just like have, you, you join. Yeah. You join together. Yeah. It's like you, no one, no one person really does it. And if it's your responsibility if you're the person that's at like you're further along in your career or further along in the, the weirdness of the path and, and in terms of like the amount of people that are following you, you it's your it's your obligation. You have to bring everybody along. Yeah. Like, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. We don't need that anymore. Those sitcoms are ruining your horrible jokes. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You can't tell terrible jokes if you want to get a sitcom. Yeah. Because right. there's a bunch of fucking trolls out there that'll yeah. get you fired. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll take away your livelihood. Right. Okay, then before you leave, like, what is your. Who are you looking at? You. <laughs> what is your. That's what is your recommendation for. How do we do for New York what you did for LA and then. All you're doing it already, up. man. You're already doing it. What you're doing here is perfect. This is a perfect example, a perfect like expression of you and of you and of you got everybody that works here. It's like you're doing it and you're doing it with your stand up. You're doing it with your specials. Just keep doing it and it'll get better and you'll find, you know, like smoother ways to do it. You're, you're going to continue this weird path that we're all on. Like, I feel like I get better at doing podcasts every day. Mm -hmm. I feel like every time I do it, I get a little bit better. And I know that sounds crazy, but I just think that we can define ourselves in a, like a confining way for no reason. Mm -hmm. We just say, well, about as good as I ever gonna get at this. But that's not really true. Mm -hmm. Like, you can get better. And I still fuck up. Like, sometimes I'll talk over someone, I'm like, eh, fuck. Like, I didn't want to. Like, just, it just like, blurted out. I'm like, control, settle down. Mm -hmm. Like, try to figure out how to get the most out of this person. Yeah. And it, it just gets better all the time. And it's, it's like everything else you do. It's the amount of energy you put into it, the amount of focus you put into it. And if you put a lot into it, you can get better at it. As long as you're alive, as long as you're alive and you're healthy, put a lot into it. Yeah. Joe Rogan. Yes, yes. Get in here, you vegan. <laughs> Dirty You're vegan. The fucking man. Thank you so much, brother. My pleasure, brother. I appreciate you. Do you have some much. shows you like to promote? <laughs> no, we get Joe Rogan podcast. Right now. Yeah. In Vegas, no, Joe's a real July first. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Appreciate you, Doug. Appreciate Thank you too. You. Thank you. You guys are very important to me. Like all you guys coming up, it's super, it's super important to me. It's beautiful. It means a lot. It feels good. It's nice. It's like there's a there's a whole fucking 
savage crew of like really good comics coming up right now. Respect. And they're doing real comedy and it's heartwarming. Mm. For me, you know, when I watch you, when I watch you, when I watch Shane Gillis, Shane, Norman, Shane, uh, and there's, there's so many of these guys that are coming up. Tim Dillon. Timmy. There's so many of these guys that are coming up. I'm like, God damn, Tony Hinchcliffe. This is a great time. Yeah. This is a great time for real comedy. And Ari Shafir said it best. He said, this is the best thing because comedy is dangerous now. Mm-hmm. Comedy. I agree. One yeah. more time, it's dangerous again. Yeah. Yeah, we want there to be a time where you can't say things. Yeah. Because that's when we're fun. Can't's a weird word. When you're Stop not supposed it. to say things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, can't, you can't do that. Crush. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that. You can't tell people what they can't say. Right. The problem is most of the people that tell you. I tried to stop the podcast. Things. Joe's going. I just want to point this out. Yeah, go, it's, go. It's tell them what you can't say, Joe. The problem with people, the people that want to tell people what they can't say, almost all of them are a mess. What do you mean? There's no amazing examples of people who want to tell you what you can't say. There's no examples. When you look at that person, you go, they're kind and compassionate and they're charitable and they're beautiful. They always look at the bright side of things. There's no examples. They're just angry. What about Amy Schumer? (laughs) Son of a bitch! What are you trying to do, my gosh? Get us in trouble! Ladies and gentlemen, I'm honored to be here. Here's Bob with the weather. (laughs) 